You good? Yeah, just tell me when you're ready. All right. But we're recording right now. Okay, that's cool. I can still cut. That's the, the audio cut's the easiest cut. Yeah. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Oh, there it is. What, what, what? Another day in the Dallas Abias Club. He's another one. Another one. I'm Blake Higgerson. Yes. Sports talk with the Dallas shift. Yeah, you know. Talking about all the DF dubs. I I root for the home team. Absolutely, man. Why not? Homer City over here. Uh, Yeah. I mean, you know, who else would I root for? I mean, I guess I could go Titans, I could go old school. Nah, I ain't from H. So. Hey, man, I, got, I had some love. I had some love. I used my, to love my, it. My parents are from Africa and met at University of Texas at Arlington. <laughs> I am Agtown through and through. I am Agtown through and through as well. My mom, my mom, also, uh, you know, an alumni of the UTA. Alumni, S- second gen. UTA. And my dad's actually he's technically he's DBU alumni. Oh, okay. Yeah, they they right. met at UTA. He gotcha. finished out at DBU. Gotcha. But. My parents been here since uh, since there was hardly nothing back in uh, God. I think like seventy one, something early seventy. Yeah, 70s. I think my folks moved here mid seventies. I think they were about whole different vibe. But you know, but they're from like four hours away from each other in Kenya and <laughs> here in Arlington. That so. is wild. That is yeah. wild. of course. I you know I've, I've done some wild stuff. Man. I went. To, I, I was in a, uh, Manhattan once and ran into a girl we went to high school with. Oh yeah, I was I, like, I've definitely had those situations where it's like, oh, that's a cool hat. That's a Rangers hat. Like, you remind me of this guy named Big Tex I met at Bowling Green State years ago with my friend. And I'm like, I am Big Tex. <laughs> See, I had one and of those. I am Batman. <laughs> I had one of those uh, where I was living before I moved back here. Guy came up to me. I was in Asterix Town. <laughs> no, I wish. Diners, diners. I ain't it's like, where am I, where am I eat, dog? I ain't got no hate for Guy Fieri. Oh, I love I love. Hey. A lot of people hate on him. No, it's jealousy. It's It's, not, yeah, it's, people, it's like cool it's to hate. It's, it's cool it's, to call it's, out it's Nickelback. It's cool it's, to call out, you know. It's like everybody who hates on the mob mentality starts their own mob, right? Right, right. That's how right. it goes. So I was wearing a uh, Rangers hat. Someone was like, well, you know, you're way out of your element here. I was like, man, I was born into this life, homie. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't got no choice. Hey, my dad, one of his first jobs was working for Tom Vandergriff oh, at wow. Vandergriff on Division Street. Ooh. To where he actually had like a standing job at Vandergriff anytime he wanted to sell cars in the summer because you know he's a high school teacher. Right, right. So it's like, so up until probably 2009, that relationship was still there through his children. Wow. To where my dad would be like, all right, well, my kids need cars. In so with the like, elite oh, Arlington yeah, elites. You know, so. Man. So, you know, so the Almighty name is known through the Vandergriff house. There you go. So, I'm wearing the hat. He said, oh, I know. I hate it when people do this. Like, you're from Arlington. I know somebody from Arlington. Do you know this person? I was like. Don't you hate when they're right? Yeah, <laughs> That's I do. <laughs> I do know that person. I do know that it's person. It's like, are you from fact. North Arlington? It's like, first off, 
that's the only part. So, you know, I, I, I flubbed a little bit last week. We we did a show for ourselves. I at least had hey, a good time. Yeah, we had a good time. You caught up with Joe. But, yeah, it was good to uh, catch A friend of the Joe. show. We'll, you'll see him again yeah. sometime soon when he comes back from Africa. Um, yeah. and so, one of the things we just got to start talking about Christmas and things like that. And uh, so, you know, of course, we talked about starting Christmas movies. Yeah, well, I, I did want to talk season. a little bit about, just to catch up, I did have a... Uh, a, work, a Christmas work party this week. Okay. Over at the Texas Golf Center. Never been there before. Texas Golf Center. A hidden Center. little gem over in the hood of East Chase. Like, behind the behind the public storage. There's more stuff there. What? Yes, exactly. That's what I was what? saying. That's what I was saying. You keep what? going. You keep going. You know what? where all the cars are parked? You don't what? There's anything there. It's like, if you park down there, I don't know what's going to happen to your car. There is a golf center down there. Okay. And we had a party there. Uh, it was catered by Papacitos. Nice okay. event. White elephant party. Uh, I ended up taking the gift that I brought because that's <laughs> how I do. That's how I do. So I got a question. You've yeah. been to the golf center of Arlington. Yes, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, so what's the comparison? I, uh, I, we I, didn't, I didn't get to golf, so I can't really compare it. I'll tell you whenever well, I'm I talking about it. I didn't know I'm golf because, uh, you know. I'm. They were like dollar beers. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. That was the other <laughs> thing. They had a little putt-putt thing. And yeah. It was just a little golf thing where and you, you know, hang out watching a big street TV. That was it unless you were it, it, like it's hitting kind of, it's, 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 it's like a, that? It's like that. It's, a, it's actually it's it's quite nice. It, it'd yeah. be something that'd be worth checking out, especially you being a fan, uh, somebody who used to frequent the Green Oaks Golf Center. Yeah. This would be something you would like to check out. Be like, look at this hidden little gem. Because I've got to feel still. I still feel I might get shot leaving <laughs> here, but I'm very comfortable when I am here. See, I've got two theories about golf, okay? Yeah. One is... I'm well, if if I played guitar for thirty years, I'd expect to be badass in guitar. Yeah, people play golf for thirty years and suck. Yeah, why would I want to dedicate thirty years to something that at the end of the day I want to suck at or be mad at myself for you know it's for one, how things went? It's one of those things. It's like no matter how much Joe works on his game, he'll still go play with my dad and my cousin, and he'll and my dad will always win. And so, like, but, so it's just, it just makes you better than everybody else who's a, who plays on your yeah, level. Yeah, why, why would I set myself up for that disappointment? Well, because it's it's just like playing basketball. Like you know, what I'm saying you're not going to dunk from the free. Throw I quit line. that shit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but, uh, but the other theory is the other thing I have going on is maybe I quit too soon. Maybe because I played I played tennis. Yeah. Okay, and maybe the problem is you got too much quit in you. No, I'm. T- I, well, there's <laughs> that's a whole other story. Yeah. But maybe the problem is I'm African. Is I'm left-handed, I'm not and I didn't know it. Yeah, I'm swinging the golf club from the wrong side. Yeah. So because I played baseball, I'm so used to you know doing that. If I just switch it up and go with like a tennis backhand swing, yeah. maybe all of a sudden I unlock some golf game. Well, it was kind of one of those things I figured out when I worked at Putt Putt when I was 16 years old. That I bat lefty, <laughs> and I'm like, would my life have been different if I had been swinging lefty? Because it's it's a glasses thing to where I couldn't see the ball with glasses on, staring at it right handed. But I'm, you know, being a guy who grew up playing basketball, football, you know, I, I'm a ambidextrous enough, yeah, to where it's like it's really nothing for me to just switch the side because it's all about seeing the ball, right? So whenever if I can see it sooner, I realize I'm like, what have I been doing my whole life? <laughs> What See, that's what life? I feel about yeah. golf. It's just like I've got this thing because of baseball that makes me want to do things with arm where I should be keeping stuff. Yeah. That if I just went other way, maybe that's going to you know unlock something. I haven't tested that well, theory. I, I have an uh, old roommate who I ran into at the Margarita Ball. Shout out Kevin Williams. Uh, who told me, he's like, hey, it's like you're losing too much weight. It's like the older you get, the, the bigger your gut gets. <laughs> it helps your swing. Because you need that space. Huh. You need that space. Okay. So, so if you're getting a little older and a little rounder, like look, like uh, 
golf needs to be the game you keep. All right, there, working well, on. maybe that's maybe that's the key. Yeah. See, you lost. I, I got weighed uh, yesterday, and man, since I moved back, I have dropped down. Let's see, thirty six pounds. Congratulations, six pounds, man. I got big, dog. Hey, I got big. We've been there. I ain't been there. Yeah, but I was skinny, bro. Yeah, you. I was skinny. He was like frail. I was. I mean, I was. Man, that was fucking frail, man. That was nothing but animatium. Yeah. <laughs> that was that worm. All right, that chill worm. out, Wolverine. Chill out, Wolverine. But, uh, yeah, Christmas party. We had our Christmas party, and, and I did not go because, yeah. you know, my shift is not really uh, – <laughs> I could have gone to Dallas. They put you on that shift because they don't want you at that party? Pretty much. I could have gone to Dallas and I am out the party. and done that, and uh, but I didn't. Uh, yeah. Now, I did hear some stories about the uh, iHeart iHeart Radio uh, Christmas party. It was kind of wild. But, but no, my, you know, I didn't hear anything about how ours went. Uh, now, I will say this. You know, I've worked everywhere I've worked has had a Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Now, I've worked a place that had a Christmas bonus. That was dope. Oh, yeah. I'm like, man, why are we doing this Christmas party stuff? Why don't you just give me, don't you just give me some... Hey, you know, get me up with that well, straight I'm, cash. I'm a lucky individual, as you can tell by looking at these facilities around us. Yeah. And uh, I just showed you, uh, you know, my office, the way they take care of me at this company. I, I got a, I got a good one right here. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm sticking through. It's like this radio stuff can take off. I can get money, but I'm gonna still work here. I'm gonna keep that office. Because I'm get telling that money. I like money. I like yeah. all the money. I want all the money. Like I said, I, yeah. the last place I worked was, uh, yeah, I had a Christmas party and Christmas bonus. But that Christmas bonus was nice, man. That yeah. Christmas bonus, like, ooh, Christmas take care of. We'd have the Christmas party later on in the year because you got the yeah. bonus at the party. See, and, and so there's the times when we got to like, hey, they had it at like the 18th, and we like. Man, we cut Christmas a little short, guys. Yeah. Now they they gave us, uh, you know, I can say it now because I was I got a phone call today and, and somebody asked me if I ended up getting it. I'm like, I just wanted to make sure that you got it too because I don't want to start talking about my bonus. Right. Other people don't got it. Yeah. But yeah, our bonuses did come through today, and they, you know, just a couple days, and you know, immediately I went to Instacart and ordered my last Christmas gift that I needed to order. Oh, so you're all done today. shopping? Congratulations, I'm done. I'm done. my man. Yeah, you saw in the in the in the office, I got them all stacked up. You know. Mary, if you're listening, stay out my office. <laughs> All right, you don't got no key. Yeah, you know, we got everything uh, on our end wrapped up. Um, do uh, I guess maybe maybe at the this weekend we just had went to go get uh, one last thing because me and Amanda weren't doing anything for each other. So so one of the things is with her job and everything, she needed a new computer. So we went Best Buy, got okay. that, and uh, then I don't know, man. Santa Claus got crazy. Might have might have got the kid a little something extra that. So. Well, me and my girlfriend, we try to keep a lot of we, for Christmas. It's a lot of small gifts. We right. try to like pretty much. We won't. We're not allowed to get any. We're not allowed to get each other anything that's over a hundred dollars. Uh-huh. Not no no one item. Right. You know, but you know, we have a limit. Like our when we first started dating, we had a six by six by six box, and the gifts had to fit in that box. Okay. You know, oh, but cool. then, but then if you put tickets in there, then you know. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like haha. It's like. She, so it's like so I had to make a price limit on that because I can't be getting like uh, out water burger over. There. <laughs> so like so we we got the kids we got the kids uncool you know it, something I didn't know anything about they got you know so 
That's cool. Kid comes in town uh, on Christmas Eve. Yeah. He comes straight in town. We going to we going to do fancy things. We're going to get some facials and some massages. Hey, you know, my, girl, house. My, my, my girlfriend used to actually work at a facial spot. She actually works at Sanford House, sore subject. We won't bring it Okay. Up. But uh, I used it was a lovely thing for two years to be able to just go through and see your girlfriend get lunch and get a facial. Had that, <laughs> that cucumber scrub. Listen, now, see, I never had, man, maybe I need to, maybe I need to do Pamphio half and half. Maybe I need to be like, give me 30 minutes here and 30 minutes here. Oh, man. You maybe know, to me, it's like I need I my toes and my face. I can take care of my, my hands, you know yeah. I mean? Now, okay, I got the toes. We got a we got a toe spot up in up in the link, the Lincoln Square. That's pretty nice. All right, nice, all right. You, nice. you can you give me that off air because they ain't they ain't paying for advertising. <laughs> no, they no they're not. No, nah, they, nah. they wouldn't either. They wouldn't. Nah. Now, I'll tell you it's what, like man, they got loyal, loyal, loyal customers. Basically. So you know, That's my sleep right. has been messed up lately, yeah. uh, as you know, uh, working these weird hours. So sometimes I feel like I'm just like in a dream, oh. just like. I call it. I consider myself a daywalker. I'm a black man in America. It's a nightmare. Dog. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, it, it's some weird stuff. So like, I have conversations with my family, and I'm like, "You said they're like, what are you talking about?" I'm like, I gotta stop myself so I don't sound crazy by continuing on because when I say it out loud, I'm like, "There's nah, no way this conversation would have happened." Yeah. So I saw a commercial for a show on Hulu, and I, I started you made it up. It. You Bernstein buried it. No, 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 no. This is real, but it hasn't helped my situation because basically that's what the person's going through. Okay. Have you seen a show on Hulu called heard of called Kindred? I've heard of it, but it didn't it didn't grab me. Oh, I tell you what, man. It, oh, it grabbed you? Yeah. Man, it grabbed me. I gotta be freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> cause cause I just kinda like I'll nod off to it and we're like, what it'll nod back off. I'm like, ah so We like, slave am I, time. Am I, am I in the show? Am I not in the show? Am I part of the show? Man, it is weird. It's wild, man. I, it's one of those things where it's like, I can't decide. You ever watch a show and you can't decide whether it's good or not, but you're just like, I'm in it because I got to find out why. Why is what yeah, happening to happen? And, and I'm one of those people that'll, I'll do it for a season, but but it, if whenever the trailers for the next season comes out, that's how I know if I care or not. Right. So I'll, I'll, I'll finish it out. I'll finish I call, it out. I call, I, call, I call it my John from Cincinnati rule. I never watched it. I did all the way through, and they never picked it up, and and I never found out what John from Cincinnati was. Yeah, is he God? Is he an alien? Is he a time traveler? Because he don't know. They just call him John from Cincinnati. Hey man, I've been to Cincinnati. It's really North Kentucky. <laughs> like, please believe that. So I, now, you know, well, I, we're talking about streaming stuff, so we can get into some Christmas movies. I just wanted to go real quick. I know you talked a little bit last week about your Hallmark moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah, 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 and yeah. I wanted to just come through with a quick, quick, quick. One, two, three, my must-sees, must-watches that I have to do every Christmas. Okay. All right. Do I got to go three, two, one, or you want one, two, three? How do you want it? How Let's go three, three, two, one. Three, two, one. All right, number three, underrated classic, Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr., Val Kilmer. Never even seen it. I've heard of I've heard today. Yeah, it's a great movie, and uh, pretty much John Favreau said that if it like, is this a Christmas movie? Like people, like the argument for it's like is Die Hard. Die Hard. Okay, yeah, we're, that's where we're going. That's okay, we're going. okay, yeah. It's a, it's like you know, it's a you know, murder mystery comedy. Twist. Ooh, it's a murder like, mystery. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. It, well, no. See, that's that's the thing. Amanda is not a movie person. That's a, that's one of the yeah. tough things about our relationship. She don't like movies. Oh no. She don't. She don't like yo movies. No, she don't like any movies, movies really. I she mean, don't she, got the. T- I got time for that. I got. She, guy. Yeah. I mean, now streaming out of the time. It's she like if, 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 if movies stopped in every 30 minutes, then she'd be good. 
Yeah. Something like that. It, it had a stopping point. And Dang, it, it, she'd, you know, she'd hate living in the UK. Aren't all their shows like an hour long? And like She can do an hour. She can do an hour. It's But it's over that. that yeah, you know, she can right. do miniseries would be the way she needs to see like movies. Yeah. But but now the, the difference is now she loves anything that's a mystery. Okay. Like Dateline mystery. Yeah. Like any uh, whodunit movies. Yeah. And stuff like that. Knives Out. And, yes, uh, yes. It's, it's, and the, it's not quite in Carone, that realm. It's not, it's not quite as as curious as whodunit. But but then you'll realize when the movie ends, it's like, oh, did I miss a step? Do I got I to gotta rewatch it type of stuff. Okay. So it's Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Okay. Like uh, Val Kilmer, probably the well, last. That one away. Yeah, last probably good movie that. Where is this? To, so it's you steady streaming. Oh, Where's that streaming? Hey man, I got Amazon Prime. I, I get I, I request Amazon gift cards for Christmas, my birthday, everything. So you and rent I, you, on you rent on I Amazon buy them. Prime. You I buy, buy them. Okay. I buy, you buy the digital. Oh, like so whenever Prime days, I go to find all the five ninety nine movies. Uh-huh. And it's like, and it's all the movies that I love that I've always known that are usually $20. Yeah. I just stock up. Stock Do you buy up. the hard copy or digital edition? Oh, digital edition. Okay. So it's on there. You ain't afraid it's of like, the cloud hey, disappearing? Hey, you know what, man? Amazon got a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. like, I think we're going to be all right. Okay. I think we're going to be all right. Lex Luthor going to take care of my movies. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> yeah, but uh, number number two, though. Number two, I'm going to go Die Hard. So Die Hard, yes, in that same genre. If it's on Christmas, if you if somebody bought a gift for somebody on Christmas, it's a Christmas movie. They're at a Christmas party. Yeah, they're at a Christmas party. Just because that's just, that's just some haters. If a Christmas party, it's just the people, movie, is, is not a Christmas movie? It's just some, how it's is that somebody who hates acting. Action movies hating that you said that because you play it. Right. It's like, right. don't be a hater. Don't be a hater. And I don't got to tell you about Die Hard. Everybody knows about Die Hard. You know, Hans. Hans That's Hoover, it. Yeah. That, the great well, Alan Rickman. Is, is, they, they've got it to where you can set it up to where as the clock strikes midnight on, on Christmas Eve mm-hmm. and it turns into Christmas, that's when Hans Gruber hits the ground. I like it. There's, I like a, time, it. there's a time where, like, if you go to like 9. 49 yeah. and start the movie right at 949 as the clock strikes midnight Hans hits the ground hey I like that I like it too I thought yeah. it was cool alright and now my number one my number one is going to have to be trading places god man alright at least that one is yeah, legit ish I bet mm, man it wasn't Christmas enough for you man out of three not having a Christmas light not having a staple no, I just, come on, man. Like, like, a, like I said, my family moved to the United States in the seventies, so you, I, uh, it's a wonderful life. And and Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, that ain't that ain't there. Like Home Alone, that's when I watch with my family. I don't I don't kick with my family like that. This is what I do. Okay, how I kick it. Now, now, I'm, I, now I will. Look say, how trying to live in for the city. Now I will say this: this is an asshole thing that I did. Now we have we've since made it a new tradition, not the movie, but. Uh, so the girls just cannot are, are just impatient as they can be. Yeah, bad at surprises, bad at holding secrets. Oh, I'm terrible. And, and they just want to get presents, get presents. And so, so first year it started with we'll just open a present here, present there on Christmas Eve, and you know there was like well, we got to stop now. Then the next year, I was like, all right, tell you what, we can do. We'll do all of our Christmas presents on Christmas Eve. But you gotta watch. You gotta watch this Christmas movie. You gotta so watch. That's like you thing. have to. You have to suffer through this to get. To oh, that. and so the first year, man, I made them suffer. I made them legit suffer. What was it? Did you give them? It's a Wonderful Life. No, worse. 
Well, I don't know, better or worse. Miracle on 34th Street. No, nah, man, we go new newer school. We we we, we 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 going on the we, go we going home on home? Die Hard range stuff. Okay, you just gotta tell me now. Gremlins. Oh, Gremlins. <laughs> yeah, that's right there. That's <laughs> so right I'm in to watch that's Gremlins. Right that's right there. That's an honorable mention. And so so but so now that's the deal is we do our because my my mom's side of the family and all that we get together at Christmas. Uh, you know, we do her family stuff on like Christmas Eve stuff like that. But the, but us Christmas Eve night we'll do all of our stuff to each other. So we're not just lugging our presents all around hell and half of Georgia. Yeah. But the deal is, to do that, while they're opening presidents, you got to be there from start to finish yeah. on a Christmas movie. Because I, I inherited a couple of Grinches. Okay. And I've since turned one Grinch into, you know, a Mrs. Claus. and I, So I'm still trying to get them all sugary around the holidays. Okay. So. So yeah, that's that's. I'm not necessarily a Grinch, but I'm not like the big like, hey, Merry Christmas. Well, no, they were like they're Grinch, Grinch. Like I hate Christmas and I hate doing all this. Like, so I was like, they ain't gonna fly. Well, here's the thing. So I put it. I put it. The way that I know about it, it's like if if you. I don't like the people that are like they don't go to church on they they don't they ain't no coes or ceos like us you know Christmas Easter only type of type of churchgoers they ain't even Christmas Easter only. And then they want to complain they don't get no gift. I don't see you at church. <laughs> get church. Like, but it's like, but then they'll complain about religion, this and that. But watch them on Christmas, they don't get a gift. Yeah. See how upset they get. To me, I, that's that stuff I don't play. See, now they think Grinch is just, you know, it's one of those, like, you know, family traumatized stuff. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It was always more trouble. Like some Chandler from Friends type Yeah, stuff. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Stuff like that. Your life like, ain't a sitcom. You it's just like, yeah, it's like, hey, man, you know, it could be different. <laughs> Yeah, it could be different. We can change change it any other time. You know what I'm saying? You can change the narrative whenever. You yeah, can. And unfortunately, well, you man, know, I'm one of those people. I, I say a lot of things to where people get upset with me, and then they think about, it and they're like, you know what? I'm glad you said that to me. I hated you for a year, but I'm glad you said that because I'm like, hey, guess what? Any any trauma that's happened to you as an adult, it's on you to fix it. You know? Yeah, I it's can, like it sucks. As you know, I guess you know I've said that to somebody that you oh, knew. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they hated my guts. I'd be new, I'd be to me, new. I don't know her. I don't know her. <laughs> God yeah. bless. Yeah, 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 man. You know, that's, if, carry your own anchor. Yeah, let's. You know, why? Why? I you got scissors. That. Yeah. Why? <laughs> now, one thing before we move into uh, and uh, Dallas bias stuff. Uh, World Cup. Did you watch it? Absolutely not. Oh yeah, not a fan of soccer. It's just not your thing. Not nah, your man. Nah. So it, it doesn't matter how great. Like you'd rather watch Serena versus somebody great in tennis than watching soccer. Like, where do you rank it? Like, I'd rather watch. Uh, Rerun of The Office. Wow. That's disappointing. Well, but if if you are a soccer fan, like that you got you got what you wanted as far as the World Cup. Mbappe versus Messi and Messi to finally get it. Two teammates going up against each other. Changing of the guard type of thing. Mbappe shorthanded, he had to be pretty much the leader of the team with Benzema being out and with uh, Paul Pogba, who was the poster boy for the French national team going into the last World Cup. And that's when Mbappe made his thing. But for him to have a hat trick and to bring them back like they did, you know, it's just, it's like, so, not all soccer games are exciting, but this was a soccer game that even somebody who didn't care about soccer would have no, like, you know, to get into penalty kicks and yeah. have it come down to that. I yeah. just think it was just, if, if you know, if that won't get you into soccer, then nothing will. Look, I'm, you know, I tried to get into it eight years ago. You know, I believe that we will, you know, and I go you know, and I, Hey, when, whenever, I'm drinking. I, I'm drinking at 11 a.m. Hey, are you one of those guys? You're like, hey, it's like <laughs> if we can have made black dudes on our soccer team as those French dudes, and I'll start watching. <laughs> Man, well, you know that's what somebody said to me the other day. It was like, well, you know, I just don't like soccer. He's a lot of business. 
five foot seven. Yeah, of course, best player would be five foot seven. Like, sorry, the best soccer player died in a helicopter accident. Soccer would be done if Kobe never picked up a basketball. Kobe Bryant be All right, let's stop killing it. people. On- it's like, he'd be good. He'd be like Peter Check or something. You know what I'm saying? But being that tall, it's like you're either a keeper, you play back. It's very rare that you play up. Front. But how many? But but it's I, nice to. It's, it's nice to think It's the it's the theory. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, but our, but, but, our but, athletes but are doing other like, things. But but if Kobe grew up playing soccer, would he want to be an American soccer player? Would he be in, in in Italy still and would have never came to America? You know what I'm saying? Because that's the thing. It's like he'd be a six six black guy from the U.S. who's playing. No, he'd have to know. Well, are we trying? Are we? Because I don't want to. I don't want to get too edgy here. But according to everything I know, yeah, he'd be over there playing Italy wearing an American flag. And then just well, like no, all of a sudden he just well, like that, I'm going off to America. Well, to that's play for- a, that was a Jorgen Klinsmann thing. Uh, the previous coach of the World Cup team after Bradley left the team, he met. He went. He's like, guess what? If you, I, I don't care if your mom or your dad. It's from the U.S. You're born on a military base, and you've never seen the United States. If you're, if there's any trace of American in you, and you've been playing soccer your whole life in Europe, then you're on the team. Sorry, American guys who've been playing over here. Like you know, it's like this is the movement. This yeah. is the movement, and I think that's a. And you know, and I'm not gonna lie, most of those guys are half black, half you know, and, and so it's it's one of those things to where I think that they're purposely trying to incorporate. Like, you know, it's like, I'd rather you be a guy who plays at an international level than you just play against a whole bunch of other okay guys. Well, my thing is, is, you know, when we lose, our, you know, hey, well, my my mom is Mexican, but I've gone to school here. I've taken advantage. Of, I'm going to go play for the Mexico team, not American. Yeah. That, oh, it doesn't, oh, well, but the thing is, is like, but you are who you are, you know. But the thing is, you can't relate, though. That's no, why you, I can't. you can't. So the thing is with me is like whenever I blew out my knee when I went to college, they dropped because of Title IX, they dropped the shot put and disc team. And that was going to be my alternative as far as continuing to play sports. So I was starting to look into, all right, well, I have dual citizenship in Kenya. There's no track and there's no field guys. There's no shot put. There's no discus over there. So w- how would you look at me in some type of way if I went to throw shot put and discus in Kenya? Hell yeah. I'd be yeah. like, where's your bobsled? Yeah. Well, t- there's no snow over there unless you <laughs> Kilimanjaro. It's like, I'll meet you at top. Like, wait for me. Some people say, you know, yeah. you can't believe. Well, you know, I just think that it's it's easy to say that you wouldn't, but you can't relate. So I, 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 that's I, not I, to say that I wouldn't. I said I don't like it. I yeah, say yeah. I wouldn't. I mean, you know, that's my thing is that, you know, first one thing. But, you know, we're in, we're in a know. melting pot, you know what I'm saying? And some people like, you know, like, you know, I, I for summers I go to Kenya. For summer, some people. But that's, I don't know. I don't know. It's just that's a nationalistic thing. I don't care about the dual citizenship thing. I just think you know where you where you you know. I don't know. I don't really care. Is what it comes down to. There's there's so many comp. Other than the fact that the game can end and just a tie, which I don't like. Yeah. Uh, that coupled with the fact that there's just so much to be considered. We're like. Well, I mean, okay, well, I don't like the, I don't like the, you know, MLS. Well, we go to this league and this league and this league and this is the best league, but then this league you could be dropped out. Oh, yeah, this I've had somebody who told me that up. they don't like th- these certain players on the American team because they don't watch them in the MLS and they like to go to MLS. And since they don't play in MLS and they don't like them because they don't get to see them grow up, I'm like, well, how can they get good at soccer if they're playing against other terrible Americans? Right, well, like, like, yeah, it's like, it's, it's, you know, it's like, it's like, that's like staying in Europe to play basketball. It's an understanding thing as well, like, you know, an understanding thing as well. And it's one of those things that, unfortunately, but, but I think that what you were speaking of America, is like, yeah. it hurts. The same thing that hurts in hockey. Yeah. Because it's very similar to hockey, how things are. Um, and that well, you is, know, like, it's, hor- it's hard to market to America when your best players don't speak English well, but and the- don't play 
necessarily. But the thing is, but here. but then, then then what is America though? Isn't America supposed to be this melting pot where everybody comes from everywhere? But the thing is, whenever you get into that, it's like that. It's like we're talking about what what is American enough and what is. Well, it's not that. It's not. It's just the fact that it's it's a marketing thing. It's not being American enough. It's it's marketing. How do you get? You know, there's commercialization of things. You know, so many people learn like "I like Mike" from Michael Jordan. Or, you know, we well, like Mike. Well, to me, but in I, hockey, you don't like. You're like, okay, well, I can't understand this person's personality. Like, Alex Ovechkin could be the most hilarious guy on the face of the planet, and he could be just like a little goofy. But you don't, you don't know. You don't speak the but, language. But but so but, he's not going to be. But I don't think that that's necessarily uh, him being from Europe versus the NHL not marketing players, because you could see Ovechkin versus a Dirk. You know what I'm saying? Now maybe because. Hockey's more of an international game to where he doesn't have to conform to where he can just have. Well, it's also a, it's also uh, a know. problem with the NHL. Yeah. But it's like but, you know, but it's it's the same problem. It's the same problem that the, the MLB has because Mike Trout's from Philly and we don't see him on commercials and we and it's like Mike Trout. Mike like, Trout's on commercials. He's, he's on, on commercials for Major League Baseball. No, man, eat fresh, bro. All right, Mike Trout. If Mike Trout could go most places and not be bothered. I mean, you know, it can yeah. go both places and not be bothered because he, he he just looks like it's like oh that guy he must work out like you know what I'm saying it's like it, it would, it's like it'd take you like probably days later be like that dude look like that's, Mike a, that's, a, that's a lot of players that's a lot but, of people but, you can you know how most people saying, recognize but, an athlete is somebody else did and then the swarm hits yeah well you know but it's also one of those things it's like if your average height of an athlete is the average height of a person right it's like it's not like a basketball player it's not like a football player because it's like. That's a big, that's yeah. a big dude. Like, yeah, because there's only been a player. few players that I've ever just been like, and they're like, you know, obviously, yeah, you know, yeah. guys, because and that's what people like NFL players, you know, aside from the fact that they're jack, you so many people like, wow, you see their face, they got helmets on, and things like that. But anyway, my, my thing is more just like on the marketing is you got to get kids into it younger and stuff like that. It's well, hard to it's think, hard to be like, yeah. hey, like to, this person. To me, I think that the problem with soccer is it's too expensive for what it is. Like to play in these clubs and whatever, it's like you have a ball pretty much and shins and and, and like and shin guards. Why does it cost as much to play soccer as it does to play hockey? Right. As it does to play baseball? Like you know, and I think that that's why that's why football and basketball are where they are because it doesn't cost anything to play. You know, once you get into seventh grade, somebody's going to fund all that stuff right. for you versus all these other sports to where that's not a possibility. So where it's you pretty much got to show up in high school and be ready. But like, like you know, you soccer guy. I got a question for you. Yeah. How good was actually Landon Donovan? Not as good as Clint Dempsey. So, like, but Clint that's, Dempsey's that's from here, but they came up at the same time. But you know, but that's, it's, the, that's it's, who it's they like, had it's the, the hype. And Freddie Adu, like, you know, it's like, you yeah, know, you Freddie hear Adu, the, whatever. It but it's like, but it's, 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 it's I mean, but it's one of those things to where it's like, same with but basketball. But our players to be that good, like, they don't even stay here to where yeah. we watch them on MLS because they go to someplace else. But when we watched like, them, they were in MLS anyway. No. Right? Yeah, yeah. But what I mean... I, I watch EPL. I watch EPL. I watch way more EPL games than I watch MLS games. It's like outside well, yeah. of getting... Outside because of it's, somebody the giving, it's the better yeah, version. Exactly. It's, it's, it's like, you, you know... know and I watch saying. La Liga if it's too... It's like, you know, if it's this guy versus this... Like, you know, especially when I was in Kenya nine years ago, like... I fell in love with Barisha Dortmund, and Robert Lewandowski became my favorite soccer player in the world, and I've been following him ever since, and it's been nine years. And like, and I and I have a love for the game, and you know, and uh, I just think that until, and and like you're saying, like what you were saying with the Kobe thing, I think what you're pretty much trying to say, until our best guys, our best athletes, are like trying to decide, do I want to play basketball or or soccer, then it's not a thing, right? Yeah. 
Hundred percent. Yeah. Because right. it's like I said, it also goes back all the way back to marketing too. Is we don't understand who is good because what we see is good is not what is good. MLS is it, not comparable it, to Premier League. Well, and so, how am I supposed to know? You know, the only soccer player I ever knew growing up with Tattoo and Pele. Yeah. But that's how good Pele was. That's how good Pele was. Yeah. That's how good you do. You do. It's like we didn't have, Gretzky, we don't have the coverage Gretzky, of cable. You do Gretzky. You, know, Gretzky, you do Pele. You watch, you watch Pro Stars because. <laughs> Goddamn right. Goddamn right. It's like, yeah. I'm sorry. But I'm saying, like, that's the way, that's the way it is because, look. One of the worst players on one of the top teams. Hey, because we throw with this movie about some Indian girls playing soccer who bend it like Beckham. All of a sudden, America's like Beckham's the best p- soccer player in the world. Is what no, Americans yeah, think. Okay, and it's like, but it's close. But that's what they think. Is like yeah. you bend it like Beckham. Yeah. he bends it. Yeah, but that's he, he like, made the ball go like. Right, this. but what does that even mean? Like, we don't know. Yeah, it's like we don't know. Yeah, it's but like, they marketed it yeah. right. It's because it means he's the guy you want to take corner kicks so somebody else can score. Hey, man. Like, uh, yeah. But it's like, better like Beckham, though. Yeah, somebody better come like up Beckham and Beckham. say, knuckle puck time. Yeah, I, and I'm yeah, all, I'm, everybody's like, go. Yeah. Hey, man, we into, we into hockey. It's we knuckle we puck into, time. Yeah. All right, all right. All right Bash I, brothers. <laughs> all right, I guess we'll talk some sports. Right? I guess we guys, We chopped right. it up long yeah, enough. We chopped it up. So I, I, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it right here. I'm going to take it on the chin because I was flipping. Yeah, I was flipping. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to talk about the game. I was like, there "Ain't no point talking about the game." Jacksonville Jaguars, Jacksonville who? And we weren't on the air last week, but just to let y'all know, Blake was definitely, definitely. If the, you could jinx the Cowboys, if you believe in jinxes, if you believe in jinxes, he, I did it. And when he asked me if I believe in jinxes, I'm like, "Nah," but you can, you can never be overprepared. I mean, you can always be. Overprepared. And I tell you what, because I just, I just didn't see it. I saw the game being ugly. Yeah. And I saw it going down like, about like, like it went like down. Like Bubba for, Sparks, bro. But except for the game is one. Uh, you know, that does that pick and throw to the Cowboys just march down the field and end it when it's time to end it. You know, kind of like against the Texans where it's like, okay, no, let's just go ahead and get this done yeah. now. And it's like, you know, it's like playing playing a video game against your nephew. It's like, all right, no, I'm, 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 I'm thinking you're interested but, in this but game. Here's what I'll enough. say. Here's wow. what I'll add to that. It's like playing college football. Not not Madden because college football always got them dumbass comebacks, and we had a couple of those this weekend. So this weekend was very very college football like. Yes. With the Saturday games, they definitely played like it was Saturday. Hundred percent. Like, you know, and I just think that. Uh, but we do we have to give respect to Trevor Lawrence? Is did he make that step to to where it's like we got to watch out for him? Is he is when he- you when you look at the fact that you know what it's hard to believe is because of his class, the rest of the people in his class. Mm-hmm. He gets forgotten about when he was the guy. Yeah. And you look at it, you're like, dude, he's only X amount of starts in. And, dude, he he walked into a mess. Yeah. And he still doesn't have a lot of great And and pretty much, and what Doug Peterson has said is that Trevor Lawrence is pretty much an NFL rookie still. I would say so. so. The, the steps that you're seeing him take, these are year one steps he's taken because I've had to hit reset on him. He was learning a college scheme from a college coach with the college guy in the NFL. So if any, he was an asshole. Yeah. Bowling Green State, baby. <laughs> it's like they'll never take that away from us, Urban. They'll never take that away. Like I was the ass bag. Like yeah, I was back there. But I, I think okay. I think I think you see. I think there's a corner to be turned. Yes, yeah. I do. I do think that we saw. We saw something there. Now, um, is it is it is it fair to say it's like 
everybody going into that draft knew that Lawrence and Fields were the guys, and we're just seeing that they are those guys. And Or do you think it's too early to make the call? Like, versus the rest of the class, versus a Mac Jones, versus a Trey Lance, versus, you know. Versus oh, I'm the, not even going with Fields, man. Oh, you're one of those guys. All right. Hey, man, show me a W, homie. Hey, man. If they wouldn't. I'm just saying that's Show a bad a team. That's a bad team. It's a bad team. Yeah. yeah. It's like Trevor Lawrence beats the Cowboys, so now he gets all your respect. Is that the difference? I don't get. He don't get all my respect. He, but I'm just talking. We're talking about second year quarterbacks, and you're like, nah, nah, nah. It's like there's. It's a process. Look, there's a lot of second year quarterback, quarterbacks that don't get my respect as far as as far as that goes. I mean, look, well, you know, just, but, but you know, we're. It's just. He's still got to be. He's still got to be quarterback. But the thing is, is like he's doing what, what, all. He's doing all he can. So out there. Mac Jones is better because he won more games. Like, no, like, it's like to me, it's like you can only. Mac judge. Jones is better because he hits an open water receiver. So you're saying Mac Jones is better at throwing a football? I judge a quarterback first things first on throwing uh, a football. Next, next on throwing go. a football. Nah. And until I see Justin Fields hit open water, like I don't care that the, who he's throwing to. If he's hitting them and they're dropping it, that's one thing. If he's not putting it near them. And if they're just like all, all the time, I got to take you know, I got to get be out of the pocket for you know ten seconds, and, and then I'm gonna do something like. Well, I'm just saying, I wouldn't be shocked if ne- in the next few years, if that's the, his division, he takes it over. I'm not, I'm not gonna disagree with you. I'm not. I'm, crying, saying, I'm, I'm just saying, saying, I'm saying not, it's I'm like it's saying, a development, and it's just like yeah, I'm just saying like, we can't crown them till they're ready. No, but as, as far as I'm not de- as far I'm as who's developmentally, watch, who's developmentally, who's like he's definitely saved my fantasy football team. That's t- uh, that's yeah. a different deal. Uh, is it? I, I don't know if I put Taysom Hill at tight end and he well, scores what, me. I mean, well, but then, then what's Josh Allen? What's Josh Allen? It's Josh like, Allen's Cam Newton. He's Cam. He's Cam Newton. He's he's Jalen Hurts. It's the same difference, right? Because he's just a guy that was trash until he got a number one guy, and now he's good. I don't know. Uh, first of all, Jalen Hurts has made some 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 pretty big strides. I'll give I'll give him his due. Jalen Hurts this season has made some big strides. And Jalen Hurts was always good in college. Josh Allen was a project from jump. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the bigger thing is, I mean, look, you know, the thing is the arm talent in Josh Allen and and Cam Newton are, are two different things. Yeah, you know, the, and the, Jeff the big George has, is, has is, one of the greatest arms ever. You know, Cam Newton. I don't know. It's hard to say what happened with Cam Newton. A whole lot of taking some bad hits. A whole lot of people just running him into the ground. And I think a lot of it, too, is a lot of a young man not necessarily in the offseason honing his craft yeah. like one should. Yeah. And that comes a big part of it because, you know, especially yeah, at the he, quarterback he, position, he, you get what you put yeah, into it. And the thing is, and to me, if Cam mastered the game mentally, he'd still be playing the game. And the thing is, is like, but he was able to play the game as long as he could, doing it Cam's way, and he did it his way. No. And now he's out of the game because he did it his way. I still think just you know what I'm seeing right now, Justin Fields is not like he's he's surviving. He's surviving. He's he's putting up. I'm just saying, whenever you have an offensive line where nobody on that who starts on that line has been drafted in the first two days of the draft, it's like whenever I know, I, I'm, team, I'm with you. It's terrible. To me, it's like it's like you know, it's to me, it's like he's. It's just as impressive as Justin Herbert. It's just, to me, it's like because at the end of the day, that he's not dead is what I this is what I find impressive. I mean, I, I'm not. If you know, it wins at some point in time got to come into things. Like Justin Herbert has, in my opinion, you know, his regress. You can look at the stats and stuff like that. I'd be like he threw 400 yards. I'm like, dude, 
Cause yeah, eventually. To. Yeah. Eventually. When because you're you down, have to. you have to. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, people, I think people misremember Andrew Luck, how good Andrew Luck was or wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, Andrew Luck had a lot of 400-yard games. Like, yeah, 400-yard, three touchdown games. Had two interceptions and had, you know, was playing from behind to get to those stats. And those look really good on your fantasy numbers. Like, you know, and sometimes if your fantasy numbers do certain things, they can tell you lies. But you know, I don't leave when I was in, but they, like, tried to, they, they wouldn't get rid of the rule. They would not take, take negative points for interceptions. Yeah. Because they're like, hey, it's not all the time a quarterback's fault. Yeah. And the argument was, so you're going to tell me that Jameis Winston is the best quarterback in the NFL? No, absolutely not. But he was yeah, the number one he, point getter because yeah, he didn't take in away a turnovers. That doesn't take away turnovers. Yeah, I had a friend that had a league that he set it up that way, and I was like, I'll never play in your league. Yeah, it's like, but it's not realistic. Just, yeah, but it's. I just think that whenever you're, we're judging, we're talking about the progression of young quarterbacks, and that's what I'm talking about. I, and and to me, you're just. Not, I give him I, an incomplete. If we're going to talk about that, I'm giving him an incomplete. Yeah. And that's that's the best I can give him because I haven't seen a development. It's not his fault. So, it's just what it is. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, he's developed. I mean, he hasn't developed as much as Cooper Rush has developed. I mean, Cooper Rush go Come out on there. Now let's, that's disrespectful. It's not disrespectful. Yeah, it is. It's, it's going out there and being able to command, get eleven guys doing the same thing. Look it's, at the salary cap. Ha- look at the amount of money that's spent on a team. Look. That's at not my fault that's that his talent level is well. To shit me, around. it just shows. To me, that's his. Now, that's I'm, not, that's I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but to me, it just shows your lack of imagine. Like uh, it's like, how do you scout free agents then? If they're playing on bad teams and they're not being successful, then you don't want to sign them. Like to me, it's like it's. That's a t- that's the, if well, I'm going to quarterback, how am I going to? I'm just saying, it's like it's like you have to evaluate the talent, right? You know what I'm saying, and I'm talking about. But the there's talent. some point in time you no, can't, like, evaluate, yeah, can't like, evaluate the well, talent. Because well, all right, well, pretty much, I guess what we're saying is that the quarterback and the coach are always going to be tied to wins, no matter what. You're one of those people that is wins are everything for a coach and a quarterback. Not necessarily, but I'm telling you, but I think there needs to be some fucking continuity. And what the hell is happening? I'm and I don't think that, they, I don't think that they have. I don't think they have continuity. I don't think they. Have, they've got a lot of problems going. With yeah. Them. And I think what they're doing is, I guess, I would say admirable that, they, that think, they are, are quasi competitive. But, but here's the thing: it's like, But what it's I'm trying to say team. is like. His team versus Zach Wilson's team. Zach Wilson's on a good team. He's a bad quarterback. Hundred percent. And Justin Fields is on a on a on a bad. I think team. Justin Fields Justin Fields could think, be better than do, Zach Wilson think, on the Jets. Hundred so percent. But can I say it? Hundred percent. No, because they're well, running. They they wouldn't be running the same sort of deal. He wouldn't have to do what he's what's making him look appealing to people. He wouldn't be able to do and that be successful with the Jets. Well, I'm just saying the people that, that detract from Justin Fields do it for a reason, and it's based off of they don't like quarterbacks that do this, 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 and this. I think so. It's like I think like, like he didn't play enough games. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but all he did is win games. So to me, it's like if all you're doing is winning, that was important enough for me what I saw at Ohio State. I know a lot of people have a problem with him transferring from Georgia, but a lot of people didn't realize that he was getting the racial slurs thrown at him in the stands, so he had to move to universities. And I just think that, like, for a guy who was considered, like, a coin flip, him or Trevor Lawrence, for it to, for him to drop down to as low as he did in the draft, for him to have this success, for the lack of acknowledgement, I consider it disrespectful. And maybe I'm taking it personal. I don't know, but – that's how I don't. I don't see why you're taking it personal. I don't see why you need to take it personal. I, I just feel like it's like I just think that like whenever if if a quarterback, I'm just saying it's like people are closer to saying that Trey Lance is washed than Zach Wilson and Trey Lance has played like four games, like you know because because people go off of what Mel Kiper tells them, and they want to believe that stuff. So and I, 
you know, now I'm going on a rant and a tangent. Let's go to the next. Let's keep it on Cowboys. Let's keep it. All Cowboys. right. All, All right. right. Cornerback number two, Kelvin Joseph getting torched this weekend. Did you like it? <laughs> do we need, like, what do you think is our answer at QB, at cornerback two for the Dallas Oh, no, Cowboys? man. He ain't Kelvin Joseph. He's boss man fat until otherwise yeah. mentioned. Now, the one thing I've been thinking is uh, Israel, uh, what, Mukumwa, uh, Mukumwa, whatever, you know what it is, Izzy. So Izzy in the busy. Like uh, I would like oh, to boy. see him get his move back to corner because he was a successful cornerback at uh, South Carolina when he played opposite J.C. Horn. All he played with, he played started off as a safety and pretty much was quickly moved to corner. And he's Dan Quinn's type. Like we've talked before, Dan Quinn has a type. He's six four, two fifteen. That's a Brandon Browner type. So, of so I mean, so and I just the, think that him, like Deshaun, him and Deshaun the same size. Here's the thing. I'm not disagreeing. No, 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 I feel like the Cowboys, when they drafted Izzy, where they drafted him, it saved the whole draft as far as how they drafted secondary. Because I thought that they reached on Nation. I thought they reached on Joseph. And I thought that Izzy, for them to get him where they got, especially Quinn having a type, being to get him where they got him, I thought was a steal. I thought it was a steal. Because to me, I thought that, like, from day one, I don't think that he could beat – Nation Wright could beat him out. I think it's just the, the fact that Izzy is big enough to where he can play safety, that you would rather him play safety. Yeah, what what I don't understand is the fact that he had a really good camp. I mean, he was he was uh, he was one of the best corners. Yeah, in camp, uh, uh, above Lewis and and Brown. I mean, he was he had a fantastic camp, and then it was just like, okay, are you well, speaking I mean, about Wright or are you speaking about uh, Izzy? Izzy. Yeah, and the thing is, like, all right, it was like thinking. it was like one of those things. Kind of reminds me of Casey Printer's on uh, uh, the first Hard Knocks. It was like, what do I have to make you know. And this is, the, this is what I'm talking like, about with Justin Fields. What do I have to do to make this team yeah. turn chicken shit into chicken salad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that's what you had to like, do. And that's yeah. I think that was the whole, that was pretty started, much he did like, everything yeah. he could do. The depth chart to, at this point is 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 ranked by draft positioning and and salary. Like you know, and it's just until somebody gets until another person rolls an ankle, I guess we won't see him out there. But to me, I think that I think that he. He's shown enough talent in the SEC as a six foot four corner to be able to compete with all these guys that we see. Jamar Chase, your just your Justin Jeffersons. It's like he was there, he was doing it, and now we're telling him that he can't. But I think I, I think I, what it might be is the fact that they're too afraid to switch back, switch back, and end up having just study his development the way that they did with uh, Byron Jones, where it's like, dude, you got to find a place, you got to stick with him because what happened is he got injured and. All of a sudden, for the first year in, in I don't know how long, we had competent safety play. Mm-hmm. And by the time he was healthy, it was like, we don't need you here, man. Yeah, now, We don't need you here. The one and thing now, we, and say- now we have Stephon Diggs step up over here. And, and, and all of a sudden, the secondary that had been such a huge problem with the team, yeah. all of a sudden, we got expendable players in the secondary position was something that you would have never. Now, the one thing I will say that makes the Byron Jones situation different is where he was drafted to where whenever you dress him in the yeah, first I round, mean, it's like, know. it's like now it's public it's knowledge such, as still far such as the development as, goes. You know. It's, it's everybody's going to be like, well, how, what's, what's well, up your own, it's your own yeah. development. They yeah. don't want to start his but, own. But to me, I just feel like if it's something that he's been doing, his, like to move from corner to safety, to me, 
it takes more intelligence to play safety than it does to play corner. It takes athleticism to play corner. But the thing is, if you're smart enough to play safety, you can play corner if the athleticism's there. Yeah. Like you know, it's just to me with the cor- with the safe playing safety, the most important thing is not taking false steps. And if he's playing safety already, then he's showing a football intelligence. Now, if they think that he is the next guy to replace mm-hmm. J. Ron Curtis when he leaves, they want him to stick there so he can learn from J. Ron. That's one thing. But I see a lot of Donovan Wilson, and I hear a lot of talk about uh, what is it, Marquise Bell? Like you know, to where it's like. These, like, you know, and even and Malik Hooker technically doesn't even start. Yeah. You know, to where it's like we have depth at safety. We've got, we've got depth like, a lot of places. I mean, and and like, unfortunately, like, what, what we blow it on is the fact that, like, C.J. Goodwin is on the team. To me, it's like throw him out there. Throw him out there. We paid him. We paid him to be like Dan Quinn. You've coached. He ain't, gu- he ain't like gunning so Dan good. Quinn, he ain't gunning so good. Dan Quinn was the first to person to pay somebody. that man in Atlanta. Go ahead and show us why. Play him, play yeah. him, play him. Yeah. He's, he's, so, he's so, he so damn, so damn good yeah. on a special team yeah. that we're just going to let a quarterback – like, that's yeah. the thing I don't like is we, we got guys like, well, you know, he's really going to make the team on special teams. Like, you go give it to some hack yeah. You can't play a position just because they – Now, moving forward outside of this year, I would like Deron Bland to be outside and they draft somebody to fill that slot, but that's not something we can do right now. We can't figure that out. You can't lose – like, you know, it's hard enough to find these – like, you know, as much as we people wanted to trash Jordan Lewis and trash Anthony Brown, it's like those guys were versatile defensive backs that can play anywhere. Yeah. Now we're at a point to where we don't have a true nickel outside of Deron Bland, and he's playing that out of necessity. It's, it's, he came there because he, he's just better than other, peop, other, other people that had the opportunity to show it. But at six foot – what six foot? Oh, our, our, honestly, our best backup to to the nickel court would would be CJ Goodwin. Yeah. Um, so, but, but, I, me, but like, I think our out, best bet scheme it up, scheme it up is, is the fact that it's how how much can you coach up uh, Mullen and uh, Alexander? Because that's where because that's where it's it's going to be at. I mean, and to me, I would love to see Alexander come in and play that nickel to where we could put Bland outside. You know, because to me, like Mackenzie Alexander at Clemson. He's probably one of the most aggressive, like, nickel corners I've ever seen. Never got a pick, but he would definitely punch that ball out to where you're afraid to catch it. Like, you know, it's like – and I just love the way he played the game, and I would like to see him moving forward in that nickel spot if if the opportunity presents itself. But I think that if he moves in there, I'm, I actually have more faith in McKenzie Alexander being on this field and contributing than I do in Trayvon Mullen. Like, and, and, but – like we How said about before, both of them against Joseph? To me, I'm not over with Joseph. Just I'm not over with me either. It's a but snap to me, it's situation. Like, but it's like we got a turnstile over here now. You know what I'm saying? It's like next man up, next man up. Let's we're too, go. We're too, we're like, too late. We're too late in the season to to pussyfoot around. Is where I'm at. With but it. I'm ready to make the move. Let, let's put Izzy at, at corner. Let's put him at corner and let's go. You gotta, let's go. The fact is, you're in the playoffs. Yeah. You're not going to get any better. You're not going to get Bland's any worse. Bland's shown that he's good. So in the what slot. you got? So what you got to do, in my opinion, is you go out there and you got the next. It doesn't matter where you win or lose. It just doesn't. Because we're going to play the Buccaneers regardless. Regardless. So, we're playing the Buccaneers. So fucking go out there in the next three games, fucking solve that position. Solve Figure that position. And I want everybody in corner. You know, Put Mike in corner. Get me <laughs> upset is what's going on with this defense. Well, man, Mike told you without telling you. Oh, playing down in the trenches is a whole different thing when you do it at full time. We don't need to have him in the trench. That's why we got the Durant Armstrong. That's why we got Fowler. And, and that, That's why that we was got the, all these and, guys. And, you know, and that was one of our issues, I think, whenever the trade deadline came, because it's like, come on now. Like, there's Shaq Thompson out there. 
He's playing for a loser-ass team in, in Carolina. He's one of the best run-defending linebackers in football, and he's going to be a free agent at the end of this year. It's like, I get it that you don't want to make the move to go get, uh, I'm sorry, the linebacker from, uh, the Georgia linebacker who got traded from Chicago to Roquan. Roquan. You know, it's like, but if you can't make a play for Roquan because you don't want to pay him, let's go fix this season and get this Super Bowl because we're our linebacking court was as good as Leighton Vanderus is healthy. And now, well, I think, now we're well, in that I mean, you got to put it back to what it was. What it was designed to be was rotational. Yeah. You, which means you can't have Parsons all the time doing that. You didn't, draft not... him, you didn't draft him to be Khalil Mack. It's nice to have that. Right. But it's like, come on, like, Michael Parsons should end he's the so with He's him. so dynamic that you can't have him breaking down at the end of the year, yeah. breaking down at the end of games. You need to keep him right. And that's the, the yeah. first time in forever – this team is doing things that I can honestly say I like. It scares me to say that, but for the first time, they actually have positional depth mm-hmm. that is actually worthy of being rotated. And they have it all across the defensive line. And instead, they're sending the one guy out there too much. And, and you know, you got let, he doesn't have to be on the field every single snap. Yeah. They've got enough guys that he can take some plays off, and it's not going to kill him. Yeah. Um, you know, they've got secondary that's good enough to have been rotating some guys in and out. They've been doing it at safety, not at, no, at no, the quarter yeah. position, but, but you know, but you can. But I just think that, that we need to see something drastic. And I just believe that uh, inside move with Izzy would be better than just getting one of these guys off the street because at least you love this guy. Yeah. Well, I like, hey, man, we talked about it last week. I like the guys off the street that they got. Yeah. For, yeah. I don't think anything else is going to be better than that that comes off the no, street. No, no, no. It's like, because what I, I, the only other guy who I was even thinking that was out there, I'm like, where is Kevin King at? But it's like, but he he pretty much said that he's not playing for anybody this year. He's like getting healthy because he's been beat up his whole career. But you know that'd be a nice addition to have on the outside opposite uh, uh, Trayvon Diggs. But it's not a possibility. So, but looking forward. Do you even care about this game? Yeah, absolutely. Trayvon, uh, I did measuring stick. Jaylen, measuring care? stick because because the thing is like, is I, it a measuring stick if Jalen Hurts sits? Yes, because because Micah Micah talked that trash, talked that trash, and said that anybody could do it. So it's like so now you got to show and prove that, well, you know, because if we lose, then you're you're right. Then anybody can do it. So y'all would lose to any quarterback that Philly throws out here. So to me, for Micah, it's almost like it's like it's if, a respect thing. It's a respect thing. It's like you got to come out there and be like, now nah, you got to show there is a difference between Jalen Hurts and Gardner Minshew. Yeah. You have to come out there and do it. So you so think it's the big? So you think if. If they lose to Jalen Hurts, okay. But if Gardner Minshew goes out there, would you say that they need to just go out there and beat Philly's brains in? Absolutely. To yeah. me, it's like to put it in their head. It's like it's like we ain't done. It's like you saw what we did to Minnesota. It's like it's like you need something to fear. You know what I'm saying? And I think that we we have to run on all cylinders. And I think that Dak needs to get going, man. Like I don't feel like I don't feel too good about Dak right now. Like you know, and it's not. And I'm not putting it on Gallup like everybody else. I'm putting it on Dak. I'm putting it on Dak because. You're, it's they're bad throws that he's throwing picks on, like it's lazy, like you know what I'm saying. To where it's like I've never seen this Dak before. I've never seen Dak play this reckless, like you know I, what I, I saw. What I saw, and, and unfortunately, you know, I don't have the audio to back it up. But what I said was he's making the reads too late, mm-hmm. and then he's firing fastballs. Yeah, and it's bouncing balls 
in the air and passes it's the no game. Anticipation. No but, anticipation. But with the, when you're throwing the ball that hard and it hits anything. It's, it's a pick. It's going to move. Yeah. It's and that's what ended the game. Yeah. He threw. He was like, I threw the ball where it needed to go. Yeah. But if you didn't throw it that hard, it wouldn't have. It's like. It, that it, ball it, shouldn't have bounced like He's up. trying to make up for being late. By rocketing it through there instead yeah, of throwing, have a choice, it's like yeah. all right, or it's like make it between the receiver and the sideline and loft it to a certain position. Because to me, it's like C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup. They're not they're not the guys that you throw it in the dirt and they're going to come back and you know these are guys who go who make ball who make plays in the air. Like, and I just think that with Dak, I don't know. I just think that maybe I would like to see I would like to see what their playbook looks like because. And I'd like to get more in depth because I don't know whether it's a defense can't read the defense thing or if they're because I mean hey if it's a t- if it's a timing thing if it's can't read the defense thing I'd like to know a little bit more of what it is because you know what the sexy things now to do is you know you have an option routes yeah and so as the quarterback and the wide receiver y'all both have to be on the same page on what that quarterback's doing and what. You're gonna do from there, and it just seems like like well, and it's and it, not it, it, if if he can't read that, then okay, hey man, I'm gonna take three steps. You're gonna run and, you this know, much, and, and, and the ball's gonna be and there. I guess, and, and, and that's ahead, when you miss there. a Jason Witten because that's because that's a trusted safety valve whenever you have those option rounds. And I think that that's what probably him and Amari developed that relationship. So now he pretty much probably only has that with CD, especially with Michael Gallup being probably a step behind from his injury to where it's like these option routes. It's like if y'all are on the same page, that's that's a that's a turnover. It's the NFL. These guys these guys can, they can all play. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. I you know I I'm not a Romo hater. It it, all, it does make me appreciate Romo more when you when you see him look down the line and old Miles Austin go quack quack. He'd be like they sell him. He's like got him, coach. Yeah, got him. And I just don't you know I'm not. His play is not inspiring confidence because I don't think he's confident right now in his play. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people last year said, you know, we're talking about, oh, he's not trusted this, he's not trusted that. My biggest thing last year was, I was like, man, they mentioned a little bit of been shying away, and of course he had surgery then in the offseason about it, is the arm. Like, this shoulder, like, how big is this, you know, shoulder thing, really? Yeah. You know, is he... You know, or how big is this thumb thing? I mean, is it, is there a reason why? I honestly think the thumb thing is probably more than anybody's even talking about. To be, cause I've broken my thumb before. I was good, month, like six months later. Yeah, well, like, so, know, I, like, I, I was good enough to do stuff. I, I busted a blood vessel in my thumb yeah. uh, a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and let me tell you, it's not purple anymore. But I mean, when I touch, I, I, I like opening things. Yeah, it's still. Like I can't like I I've got to open things like like that. We all seen this monstrosity of a hand. Like I've I've gone through some things. <clears throat> like it's like you don't just go back throwing spirals. Right. Like so, you know, and it's one of those things you want to. And and maybe we need to look more into that. But he's out there and he's getting paid the money to do it. And but they got to figure out they got to figure out a way to do it. They they got to can't get away from what's working. What's been working. Put. Hey, Put him guy to the set. Pro Bowl, yeah. man. Set. Can you believe that? No. Tony Pollard, Pro oh, Bowl oh, running back. Tony hey, Pollard. number two on PFF as far as all running backs. Yeah, right hey, behind, it's, it's, uh, and the stats, the stats there, man. Yards yeah. per carry. I mean, he's almost thousand. He'll be a thousand yard rusher this week. He'll be a ten touchdown guy on the ground. And we've said it before. I'll say it again. I just love how they use him in the screen game now. Well, it's like that's what's been missing because it's like we've all known about that skill set, and I feel like in the last like 
probably six games. It's like just the threat of him floating out there. Well, that's what's pissing me off so much, Jordan, mm-hmm. is that they're, oh, my God, you know, if we keep Pollard and Zeke fresh. Then they can, they're, yeah, they're, and they're, and they're it, both. And it, 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 it fucking completely forget about it on the opposite side of the football and run Parsons into the ground. Yeah. A guy who you need desperately late but in the we've game. We've done this in. before. Remember, it's like, oh, we'll run a 3-4. Oh, you need a nose guard. Leroy Glover will play nose guard. But at, at a hundred, at, at two hundred and ninety pounds, it's like put him in there. He can take on double team. Yeah, but it's just, like oh, we can't pay you. Your sacks went down. I'm like, you got me doing a different job, buddy. But he's gonna run. I'm, that's what I'm afraid. They're gonna run Michael Parsons into the ground this season. They're gonna look at this man. It, <laughs> yeah, it, it's when he's the type of player that you need fresh in the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah. If you're gonna play the way you're gonna play, because you usually, play in the fourth quarter. Because usually, when you have a guy game. that has that type of that particular set of skills, <laughs> you keep him fresh because you want him in the fourth quarter to make sure he's getting those sacks and getting those plays. And Well, especially because if you're going to run the offense you're going to run, yeah. you're going to be capitually and, sitting in a situation I, where you're going to need to make a play in the fourth quarter. And court. my whole thing is, like, for them to just – this isn't Madden. You can't just turn, like, injuries off. You can't turn, like, uh, fatigue off. Right. But y'all are acting like that. Right. Like, you know, it's like, come on, man. You got to turn the injuries off. Well, Fatigue, yeah. Baby, and I'm like, why, why we got these other guys, mm-hmm. these rotational guys, and we're going to just stop. It, it, it's irritating. It irritates me. Uh, but Cowboys, Phillies, Philly Eagles. Yeah. Uh, so before we get just into that, I do got a question for you. Yeah. So, you know, every few years this happens mm-hmm. where – Everything lines up and you get football on Christmas. Yeah. So this year's Christmas Eve, but we're gonna go. They're gonna go ahead and extend. Yeah. Into uh, yeah, they swapped move, it because it the, used yeah. to be like if it's Christmas Eve, then you get three games. But now it's every game is on Christmas Eve, right? And then it's like three games on Christmas Day. I don't know. To me, it's all the same because I'm. This gives me an excuse to watch football. Well, that's what, football that's, what that's what I wonder. Is this, like, is this good for families? Yeah, it's like, you know what? Bad for I think families. you should talk to my girlfriend about that. Like, see, I mean, that's, I, what I, I that, that's not a Jordan Amati question. Well, that's what I'm curious about. Because, you know, my, my aunt puts together like, a big Dallas spread. Dallas Buyers Club, baby. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> my, my aunt puts together a big spread. It was always a, like kind of like a, yeah, I suppose. But put on the NBA basketball game that was on on Sunday. Like, Oh, now, I will be at that Mavericks game. Yeah, if you have to Christmas compete. Day. Oh, nice. Yeah. Now, if you have to compete with football, I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, it I depends, it depends on, on the host, I guess, Yeah. and why they choose to host. Do you choose to host because you make the best grub and you – and you have the best part, and you don't, and you'd rather do it here because everybody else is whack, or do you want everybody to acknowledge you the whole time on how amazing you are? Like you know what I'm saying? So that's where it goes, as far as I'm, yeah. I think. And I definitely have both aunties, <laughs> and and the auntie that likes to have the fun time party is the one who always wins. Because I tell you what, I don't show up to the uh, other. My, my girls are fixing to be my, my scapegoats. Oh, yeah? So I'm like, all right, here's the thing. Yeah, we're either having, we're either. Watching the Cowboy game here or there, yeah. you choose. And well, I'm going to throw both you heifers under the our, bus. Our serving and, time for Thanksgiving and holiday games is always based off of Cowboy kickoff. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, I think we luckily we're doing about we're doing the thing with uh, so uh, Cowboys game should end at six. I think we do dinner at seven. Everything should be fine. We got a it'll be a full slate of day, man. Because we get facials and massages at like one. You gonna get your hair did too. <laughs> Shoot, need to do that before. Shoot. But I tell you what, yeah. I get my hair chopped up around the corner. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. Got a little I found spot a new, over I there. found a new little barber shop down the street myself. I'll so. give him a shout out whenever he gives me my next cut. Yeah, I was gonna say no, I'm when, I'm, when I'm in here looking out, but it's nice to be able to go in someplace. I can do it on an app, and I'm in and out of there. You in use, 15 minutes. You use Booksy? 
No. No, no, no. But I got I got a place I love and I got a place that Hey man, what I need it done is good enough, backup, it's cheap enough, and it's done in fifteen minutes because of my ass was a lazy. But who you got, Cowboys or Eagles? Ah uh, man, I'm gonna have to roll with them Cowboys. They need it. Yeah, I think they it's I it. think it is a need thing. And, like uh, with or without Hurts, I think I think with or without, I think they can. Man, I'm not because to me it's like we're not like to me. I think we match up. I think we match up okay with that. Like I mean, it's just a matter of. You're going to see how good... Cowboys went all Cowboys on us. You know what I'm saying? You're going to see how good Hurts is. This is going to be one of those situations where, yeah, he's going to be able to make plays on the ground, but to win the game, he's going to need to make make a throw. And And that's one of my things with the Cowboys. It's like, you know who I'm afraid of when the Cowboys play? Like, here's Kirk Cousins. Not afraid of him. If you're better than Kirk Cousins, then you're a problem. You know what I'm saying? If you're at the level to where it's like we got to decide if you're a Hall of Famer or not, then I'm afraid of you. Like, Matt Stafford, not really afraid of him. You know what I'm saying? But the Buccaneers in the first round, definitely afraid of Tom Brady with us being the Cowboys. Like, you know what I'm saying? Definitely afraid of Aaron Rodgers because it's like – because if it goes down to two minutes because we're so bad at clock management, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady – and to me, it's, and this will be a prove-it year for Jalen Hurts. If Jalen Hurts is in that situation against the Cowboys and he beats us, then that puts him in that echelon to me. To, it's like I don't want to see it ever. Man. But it's like, but uh, what, it do you t- think, what do you think Aaron Rodgers thinks right now? Uh, we had the Pro Bowl announcement. He Pro Bowl is Hurts. He wants a fast. Geno Smith and um, and uh, Kirk Cousins. Those are three shout Pro Bowl out, quarterbacks. Shout out to Gino. And if, 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 if you're Aaron Rodgers, you just like. Tom Brady's 45, mm-hmm. so kind of going to give him a pass for that. Uh, Dak, you give him a pass because he missed uh, five games. Yeah, uh, and has a lot of picks. And not a lot no, of no, well, I'm, hey, dude, that's – I think if he had five games, even with those picks – The votes would get him in? I think he'd have his he has, better – He has the most commercials. He'd have a better, he'd have a better shot than like, well, dude, I think, I think I'd put him up there over Kirk Cousins. Uh, I just think that Kirk Cousins playing the whole year and Justin Jefferson doing what he's doing. Well, I think if Dak had played the whole year, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That, that's what, yeah, that's what takes. Yeah, if C.D. Lamb was having a, a Justin Jefferson year, which he probably would be having if Dak played the whole season. But, uh, you know, I just think that I'd put Jared Goff in there before Dak at this point. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I, don't, I don't disagree yeah. with you. I'm just saying, but, my, but my thing saying, is, but, if but I'm it, Aaron Rodgers, yeah, yeah. who's played a whole season, and I'm looking at those He's, guys, I gotta, I'm like, I what did I do? Well, how, how bad I was I this shit year? <laughs> how bad was I this year? But this is, it's one of those things, though, I really think that as mad as Aaron Rodgers can be, it's like, give me Romeo, Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson this time next year, and it's going to be a problem. I don't know. What I, I want to look at those rosters. And here's, like, here's, a, here's the and, homework. And draft me somebody in the first. No, no. Here's the homework for next week. Huh. You look at those rosters and tell me, do you think the NFC roster could legitimately compete with the AFC roster? I'll, I'll, look, I'll give it a look. I'll give it a look. I'm telling you, man. It's that, flag football that, now, that, though. That so, NFC no, roster. It's flag football. Are they going to have linemen playing quarterback? I that see NFC that. roster see that. Is, is, is overall is a – they got linemen playing tight end. Is that what they got? Well, dude, it's just it's just the star power on the on the well, AFC is just so much more rampant. I mean, you just look at them. You're like, okay, let's see. You got the top five receivers, and you can let's see three of them, four of them over on it's this like, side. And y'all have Chris Olave. Like, yeah. You know I mean, yeah, there's guys all there. It's like, okay, was yeah. you know, was that person this? 
worthy of this? Okay. All right. Well, I'll look at. I'll look that up. I'll look that up. All right. We gonna talk a little local local sports, little Mavericks. I'll talk a little Mavericks before we, before we before we cut 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 it out. Um, you know, Kimba Walker, man. Yeah, showed some life. Maybe, maybe, maybe some life. Some now, life. Now, now, Charles Barkley said he's like I had a thirty and twenty game one time in Houston, and he's like, and everybody's like, oh, Charles is back. Charles is back. He's like, I thought in my head, I was like, that's the last one. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, that's all I got. That's the hardest thirty and twenty I ever got in my life. He's like, he calls it the aftershock. It's like if you're good, you'll have one of those games. Yeah, here and there, but it's like. But he's like, I knew, my body told me it was over. Kemba Walker earning a spot in the rotation does not change anything about this team. Uh, he's uh, th- that's the that's the problem. I mean, you know, hey, great, he's nice. He came in, did some stuff. Uh, I think Kemba Walker has value on this team if he is in a Trey Burke position. Yeah, but I think that that's what you expect him to be. Cause, yeah, but I mean that's not what but they that's need. Not him what they're be. expecting him to do. That's like that's, what, that's not what they need him right now. No, they need, they more need, than that. They they need, need somebody than that. better than but that. Me, but it's one of those things. It's like if he's in a Trey Burke situation, we need somebody in a Jalen Brunson situation to make sure he's in a. How Trey Burke fucking situation. arrogant was this team to tell Gordon Dragic you aren't fucking good enough to fucking play more? Than I don't. I, I think it was a this money amount thing. of positions. It wasn't, it wasn't a money thing because they, they said that. They pretty much said we're going to give Jamel McGee all this money because we don't care to try and figure something out with you. No, it was, uh, dude. We don't think that you know that he's going to play enough. Yeah, they was like, we don't have that many. We don't think we're going to give you that much minutes. We don't think you got that much minutes in you. Well, you know, so he went off someplace where he was yeah, actually going to be able to play. So now, do you think uh, Zach Levine's on the trade block? I don't know if you've been hearing all this drama that's going yeah. on. You know, but we actually were pursuing him in the off season. They actually said that we had him on our priority list over Rudy Gobert. So him wanting out, you know, you know the way these NBA trades work. They usually will never trade in conference during a season. So, do you think he has a better chance of being a Maverick or a Laker? <sighs> Laker, Laker, just because Laker, he's just a because. Cali kid. LA no, just kid. because, just because, and, and, and they'll make the move to do it. Just because the commissioner will tell them to do it. I mean, uh, hey, remember, neither, when, neither, remember when they said no, Chris Paul? Yeah, no, I Chris mean, Paul. Neither, it's like everybody gets one. Is that what that was? Dude, neither one of these teams has an appropriate uh, uh, anything appropriate to offer for Zach Levine. Let's be honest. Uh, would you, I, would you, I, I would, but the thing is, is like Mavs fans wouldn't like the deal that I would ask for. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, I don't want – it's like they're going to try and give me Tim Hardaway. I'm like, Spencer. <laughs> like, it's like, it's, a, it's like give me Spencer, give me Josh Green. Uh, right, like what, give, what, give what, 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 they're, what they're throwing like, out know, there. Give from, me two first-round picks. Right, what they're like, throwing you know, out there for the Mavericks. Like, and, and, uh, and I'm like, and maybe y'all can get Kobe White just because I don't play. Okay, so, okay, what I'm saying is – what you've seen, what I've seen on both, yeah. I don't see any reason why this discussion is had because I don't see why the Bulls would trade Levine for either of those two fucking I, hot garbage scenarios. Oh, we'll take Tim Hardaway young, Jr. and young. David Bertaz because we no, want no, no, that's why I said I'm like I'm not taking Tim Hardaway. Yeah. I want I want Spencer. Yeah, want but Spencer. but that's what it's, it's like, being offered in the course and over. Yeah, because it's like because to me it, I definitely purposely looked at what Chicago people were asking for and not what Dallas people were wanting. Like, you know, no, I so it's like, but yeah, but Tim, it's always Tim Hardaway and Josh Green in some combination. Yeah. What, like, what is know, unfortunately as either Finney Smith or Sports Bullock. Illustrated has gone online now and it's all just fucking clickbait nonsense. Yeah. So what they do is here's an idea that's floating around and it's not, 
it's fucking it's bullshit that I, you know it's one of the things i hate about living in the houston market it was like is they just come out with like well we're just going to get every player how are we gonna? Well, how are we gonna pay? How are we gonna? How are we gonna pay? Hey, but Houston always guys? makes moves, though. They are, they, they, they are they busy least, ass. They at least came, they at least. Like, yeah, we are not. Close. We are not. Dude, Mark Cuban close, is like the still. stingiest owner. Like, we we have arguments like, how are we gonna get uh, Harden? Uh, y'all get them, and, and then y'all lose, and y'all trade them. Trade and that then, guy. And they get KD and get LeBron on the same team. Well, if we just trade Royce White. We could get Kevin Durant with Royce, Royce White, White in a protected first round pick hey man, in 2029. Royce White wasn't afraid of airplanes. He would have been one hell of a basketball player. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know. He could have been one hell of a tight end. He looked more like a. If, uh, if, hey, man. If, yeah. if, if, if John Madden wasn't afraid of airplanes, he could have been one hell of a fighter pilot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows? Me too. If ifs and buts. If, I, if I could swim. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Hey. I can swim wonderfully. Eat great. Just joking. Just playing on stereotypes, y'all. But, so uh, you know, so I. But the so thing what, that they but put out like, there, like Westbrook, like Russell Westbrook was going to get them whatever they wanted from whatever team in all these sports but, illustrated.com. You know, but, but, but if I'm the Bulls, I would listen for Dinwiddie, Green, Christian yeah. Wood, two yeah. firsts. Yeah, 100%. It's like, it's like but then, then y'all are going to hang up the phone in my face. Right. It's like, all right, then. Well, <laughs> I would, if, if we're going to be honest in the long term, I'd be like, hey, dude, Spence Dinwiddie. Like what you bring, everything like that. But this it's not, like, but Zach Levine is like the a better version of you. He does everything. This is, this is an actual it's second. Like, this is an actual legitimate second option. It's like it's like you came here playing your best Zach Levine. If they if if, I, if they came and called up and said, "Hey man, this is what we want," I'd be like, "Ooh, I don't know about that." And then I come back with, "I'll tell you what, yeah, I'll give gonna, you, I'll give you two first, Dinwiddie, and I'll give you uh, uh, Green." Yeah. But yeah, you get Christian Wood. Yeah. Give you Josh Powell. Yeah, but you ain't getting Christian Wood because because what I'm about to build the team around now yeah. is I'll build the team now around Levine, Dodgic, and Wood, yeah. and go on from, there. on from there and be like. But hey, that's one of those things but, where it's like that's when you would see a Dorian Finney-Smith get moved or Reggie Bullock to where you would play a lot more. I would think that you would have Christian Wood says it seems like he's a liability playing the post, you know. So it's like make him a tall stretch, make him a tall three. Where he's instant offense and yeah. he isn't limited. It's like because if you run some zone with him, I'm pretty sure he's long enough to be disruptive in that sense. But, but. they've just got to figure out a lot of things that they wanted to try to do. I mean, yeah. for one thing, they they just got so confused, yeah. so confused. Well, it's, it's, the, to me, when, it's because it's Christian in, Wood. They won't make it work. But if it's like, but if you pay an all star to come in here and do all star things, and you just make it happen, you know, I think, like that's why Chicago's as bad as they are because they're just trying to make it happen because they're paying these all these people this much money. But they they got this mentality when they were in the. Uh, bubble mm-hmm. that this bench mob thing that well here's what we got to do dude we're just gonna fill this team with people who can shoot college <laughs> well i mean like yeah. look no, the mavericks the mavericks won a championship and, and they did a run where they shot out of their minds yeah but they were not an athletic team no. and so they're trying to build an athletic team an athletic team that shoots yeah and the mavericks are kind of like the cowboys where they're a half step behind of what's actually going on in the nba where it's like we got to get a whole bunch of three and D guys. We got lucky no. because the All Star team from four years before was still able to give you one more run. You know what I'm saying? Because Sean Marion wasn't the Sean Marion that he was in in Phoenix. You know, but we got him to make up for what Dirk can't do. And you put those guys next to each other, then it lets Dirk have more freedom to where he can just be a help side defender. And you know, and the thing is, what what Carlisle did with that rotation was amazing. How you'll see, you know, this series Stoyagovich killing y'all. This next series. 
Inactive, inactive, inactive. Here's the card. Here's Brian got, Cardinal. Here's got, the want, well, it's a, all they're doing it's now funny. is not even a rotation. It's, it's all the guys that do the same. They're, they're playing the like it's things. preseason. It's, it's like, like Luca, hey, you play 40-something minutes a game, and then everybody else, it's like preseason. Well, but we're just going to just stay there and hope, get your open shot and make it. Well, but I missed it. Fuck. Yeah. Now, you don't have another game playing. plan. Yeah. You were supposed to make that. It's like, yes. if you don't shoot 50, 40, 90, then we're not going to be 500. Exactly. That's what it that's is. That's what it is. And then it's like, we, don't, we need another ball handler behind. Look at, no, you don't. You Luka, need anybody. Honestly, like, honestly, you need to just say, Luca is a point guard. And then and, and develop your team that way. To where it's like, yes. I, give me a whole bunch of 6'3 shooters and play them next to Luca. Because as much as you play him, he's going to play the whole game. He's a fucking can... athlete. Yeah. To me, it's like the worst. All of a sudden, all of a sudden worst... Josh Green right. is fucking is untouchable because yeah. they fucking realized, hey, man, oh, he's this... athletic. Hey, he's... And, and you know what? So are the best players in this fucking league. Yeah. And that's all of a sudden Jaden uh, Hardy is, is starting to look good to him because they're like, hey. He get buckets. He's <laughs> athletic. Just like. The this, best yeah. players in this it's fucking like, it's like, league. Wait a minute. Why, why does he look like Monte Ellis? <laughs> you know, and we build our team around something that nobody else is fucking doing. Yeah. We're like, man, we got a bunch of great athletes. We've got a guy who looks like he's got dicks growing out of his head. Yeah. Hey, man. Don't be hating on my, on my Tar Heel. But he does look like he, He's but, got but, a dumb haircut. Uh, I will say that. Right, I think you need to look up why he has the haircut. I don't care. All right. You could be. You could have great right. reasons for having a dumb haircut. All right. Yeah. You know, right. business is the front, party in the back. Doesn't make fucking bullet fucking smart. I'll talk to you on the, off the air about that one. But uh, okay, so Kristen Wood, long term or stopgap? You think that it sounds like you want him to be here? But I want, I want him to be here. I don't know if I was him, but then I would. Yeah, because the thing is that it's like because what here what Christmas Eve? Can't we extend him if we want to? But at that point, then we can't trade him if you extend him. So he won't even be eligible to be traded. Until but I yeah, I mean, I don't want to trade. If we're going to trade him, we got to trade him now. But yeah, why would anybody do? I mean, it's just just to have pieces. Just they need they need to panic well, they move, need panic to move, extend. Move, they need to move. extend him. Yeah, but you know, but it's one of those things. It's like we need a piece because we lost Brunson, so we just need their a piece best to bet move. for extending him is the fact that they fucked him, and now he might be too afraid to test the open market with how he's going to get played. And yeah. so if we give him what is market value for him. Yeah. That, you know, like what we should have gotten Brunson for. Yeah. If we just paid well, Brunson. Well, the thing is we just, waited. If, if we just, yeah. If we would have paid Brunson what we thought was too much money at the very beginning. It's it's the same thing like the Cowboys with Dak. If y'all had paid Dak when Jared Goff and Carson Wentz got paid, nobody would have a problem with the amount of right. money Dak Prescott made. And that's what but, they need to do. Waited. Uh, it's like you bet against your own guy. Right. And that's, and that's always a problem because – when you bet against your own guy, he feels that. Yep. It's like, and it, it'll drive him, but also it can drive him away. And it's, and, it, and with Dak, it worked in, in the Cowboys' favor, and with Brunson, it worked the other way. But I'd just be like, okay, let's see. How much How much, How much? much more dollars? Legitimate $1, $2, $3. Do we got to give him more than Tim Hardaway Jr. to make him feel the love? And get well, and that's a, well, and I think that's a problem with the Mavericks. It's like they just – they overpaid their guys, and then and then it's like, and then the thing is, is like whenever you see what market value is for somebody else, they're just like, ah, oh, no. Well, they no. had to with Tim Hardaway Jr. Now the other stuff that they did well, was smart because, well, to me, yeah. people wanted Dorian Finney-Smith before. Yeah, and Dorian Finney-Smith's salary was so small that it made sense to trade him for anybody. But now that he's making that much money, 
all of a sudden you could put like, okay, you want him? Well, you could take him and you could eat the rest of Powell's money. You put those two guys and get yeah, some and, actual yeah, an and, actual player. And you know, and and me as a as a if I was in the Mavericks front office, Finney Smith would be the guy I'm moving, not Christian Wood. Like yeah, you know, yeah. because it's like to me, it's like y'all kind of play the same position, but I just feel like offensively Christian Wood does so much more. And it's like, and to me, it's at that point to where it's like, yeah, he might not stop as many people as you, but he'll he'll drop thirty on this guy scoring eighteen. So that's a twelve point difference to me. Like you know, so yeah, your I offense think, think, in the well, NBA, your offense is your defense. Sometimes he's improved every year in all facets until this one. Mm-hmm. You know, if this is the, you know, if this is the tops of them, and somebody's going to pay you more than what his value actually is, but you've got too many of those guys on your roster. I mean, you, now do you think with Maxi being out, he's going to get those minutes are going to stay where they've been the last few games, or do you think that that's going to force them to actually make a make an actual move? Because you're hearing Mo Bamba's available now, and you Mo know, Bamba would, for whatever I would love Mo Bamba been available, but yeah. well, it's because they have when, they have what don't they have Wendell Carter down there? I'd love, I'd love Mo Bamba. I'd love Taco Fall. I'd love fucking. I'd love Bo Bowl. I'd love Bo Bowl. I mean, Bo Bowl. Trust me, there've been a bunch of slap dicks that we should have been bringing in ahead of what we have yeah, had I mean, on the roster. And, and that's my biggest issue: is we'll p- overpay the Javale McGee's of the world. It's almost like Mark Cuban. Neil Pinson does clap. It's almost like Mark Cuban doesn't want to sign somebody that he doesn't know their name, but he doesn't pay enough attention to basketball to know enough people's names for that to be for him to be in the room. Like you know what I'm saying? He's like, oh, Jamel. You know what I'm saying? It's like I just feel like. I, or, or, I don't know. What I feel like is I don't know what they feel like they're wanting and looking for. Mm-hmm. And, and when they get bring people in, I'm like, that's – And they had the okay. luxury of Dirk when they were going through that while Mark Cuban was finding his identity as an owner. And I feel like Dirk was just that good. Well, just, but it's almost like I think that we're back. I miss out on it. I'm like, this guy, why is nobody going – Like, And I know that I don't want to bring this up again and again and again because he's not that great. But – when you're looking for another ball handler. Don't say Mac. I'm going to fucking say it. I'm not saying because he's not that great. It's just it's a conversation we've had. But there's, there's better guys there's, out yeah, there. There's but there's so better guys better. than what they fucking yeah, went exactly, with. Exactly. Like, to me, like a Frank Jackson from Duke who played in Detroit would have been a great ad you to know, me. Any, It's like a Kobe White who gets no playing time. Anybody would have been better than, than like, Capoto. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. I, but to me, it's like, but even just getting shooters like, like Nick, what was it? Uh, Nick uh, Stoskis from Michigan. It's like the guy can shoot lights out, but he, and he's just every team signs him every year. We all know he can shoot forty percent from three, but he can't. He can't fit on our team. I, I bet you he'd love an open three. I bet you Luca would find him. Like to me, it's like my thing with you're not going to kick the tires with, on. Well, well gonna, my, my thing with Max McClung is he's too turnover prone. And I'm he, not and saying he, him he, per se. Like, I'm saying he's a young guy with upside who's got some electricity. There's guys to go get as opposed to a guy who's like just draining. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, and it's one of those things, it's like... Are you so afraid a point, of a turnover that you're going to fucking turn down 50 well, but, random fucking... Well, but it's at the point to where I think that even, even whenever you're thinking about, like, a Carson Edwards or, like, a Mac McClung, it's like, well, Jaden Hardy's already better than that. Is he? I believe so. Well, I mean, you know, until somebody's... Until you're, you've actually gone out well, and but, started to prove it, I mean, that's... Well, but here's the thing, is like, well, all you can go off is what you see, and whenever you see all these guys playing in the G League... One guy averages 29 points a game, the other guy's average 20. Like, you know, and I think that's all I can really go off of. And I just feel like at least his youth is an excuse for his turnovers versus a 23-year-old guy, no. you know. And I think that, like, it's now I, be- I believe that 
instead of like you were saying, instead of trying to find another point guard, another ball handler, why can't Jaden Hardy play next to Luca at the two and Luca at the one? Just like, do you know, anything it's like you know, I would like I would like to throw just away see that. throw away shit yeah. on people like fucking Theo Pitt. Like you can Theo tell, Pitt you, you, you is tell there me. to wave a towel. He is our Jack Haley. He you is our you're ML. Tell card. me, you're gonna yeah. tell me right now. He's you, not Brian you, Cardinal. You, that you want to make uh, – I don't think – Nico Harrison could not look me in the face right now and say, we are doing everything we can to win a championship this season right now. Here's That'd be like, you're fucking bullshitting me. To me, if y'all brought because him on got, as I'm a sorry, coach. This isn't – again, this is not a – Another another Tar Hill. This is, no, it's sorry, not a Mac no, McClung no. argument. No, no. But you're going to tell me – you look at this team that they have constructed right now, and you're going to tell me that you've got – everybody on your team is better than Carmelo Anthony. I feel you. And, and, and that's then you're not doing everything you can to fuck with a goddamn championship. But I just think that. Oh, does he fit on the team? No, but this fucking Capone. I mean. Well, I just think that with Carmelo Anthony, then we were probably in the same situation as we are with Christian Wood. But the difference is we all know Carmelo gets buckets, but we also know Carmelo doesn't play defense. But, like, I'm just saying, but at least Christian Wood is long. And, at and least you're going to score more points. Like, yeah. Well, can he at this point? Can we score less points than we are now? Because, well, I'm I mean, just saying that Christian Wood. Because I mean, shit, well, fucking Christian Wood. Reggie Bullock can't hit the broad side of a damn barn well, and neither can Tim Hardaway Jr. But it's I mean, not a Christian Wood thing. Christian Wood gets buckets. I got no thing. problem with Christian Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, you're saying it's like if I don't want to move Christian buckets, Wood. Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying I know we've got, got players to move. Yeah. And we got the, there's players out there that are better than the ones we got. And we are not actively trying to get We're not trying. It's like, But to me, it's like a move like Zach Levine would actually show me something. That would show me that this Nico Harrison thing is what fucking pull the wool show me over that, somebody's show eyes. Show me that Nike clout. You know what I'm saying? Show me show me that it's like, yeah, I signed him to a shoe deal this many years ago, so that's the homie. It's show, like we from show LA, me he show can me. pull the wool over somebody's yeah. eyes. Like, you know, it's like, right now, I, I want to know this. I mean, like, I don't think the fucking Nico Harrison has more fucking control over what the Mavericks do than fucking Jason Kidd does. I, I, I don't know. Do you think that that's the reason why Donnie's gone? Is, was it because Jason Kidd? Like I, to me, I just don't think that. I don't think Jason Kidd. Yeah, I don't think Jason don't Kidd think played Jason as Kidd, nice as we thought he did. Well, I don't think that Jason Kidd should come in. With, like to me, his cloud is built off of his him as a basketball player. But to me, he hasn't done enough as a coach. I think he has. I think his first year coaching, he makes a difference. And then after that, and then that, after that, then they it, they it stop rubs listening. everybody the they wrong way. It's, it's not just like that. the part. It's, but it's it's, a, it's not a Parcells effect because at least Parcells won. And yeah. then they then they turned him. I think it runs the management the wrong yeah. way. All, then all of a sudden, once he's in there, good, then he starts throwing off all this the world's flat bullshit you know yeah. whatever he's out there doing peddling that's not working yeah. and uh then it's just you know you got stuff like this and then, you know he gets thrown out doesn't talk to the media it's just it's all just for i had such high hopes for the season and for it just to be swirling so quickly down the tank on a year when we don't have a first, first round pick can't even, yeah i mean it's not God. protected at all right it's just i don't think it's protected yeah because I know what uh, – it's not top ten protected, right? Maybe top eight, but I think I would have heard something if it was top. But, yeah, we don't have it. I'm pretty sure it's New York's. And I don't think there's any way that we're going to get it. I mean, it, even if we did, I mean, what inspiration of confidence do you have that outside of the top three picks that you're going to make the right one? Oh, the Mavericks? Absolutely not. So, I mean – Yeah, not, not the Mavericks. Uh, the top right. three picks there, you pretty much know what that's going to be. Like, it's like, fun. all right, who's the Euro? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like they went top three. Damn it. Remember <laughs> when we used to be able to play this game? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, uh, let's talk college football real quick before we get out of here. Okay. All right, uh, just a little quick, quick. Uh, 
Now, I know you were talking to me about prospects as far as the college football playoffs, but I, we'll get more into that as we get closer to the playoff. All right. Uh, but I did want to say that Max Duggan has officially thrown his hat in the ring. He's going to go pro. Okay. Yeah, he's going yep. pro. Uh, to me, I think he's a uh, – He's definitely, uh, I would say he's a day two quarterback, uh, possibly day. Day two, okay. Day two, yeah, day two. Uh, I do think that he's going to impress people with his athleticism. I think he's a lot faster. Who do you like better, Duggan or Herndon? Uh, Herndon. Herndon, they think, not her, they think her, I saw something that they saw Herndon with because of the injury might go for fourth round. I don't. I think that somebody's smart enough to where he won't. Okay. He, he won't let. Like, they, they, they kicked around the idea of Dallas could pick him up in the fourth round. Oh, I would love that. I would love okay. that. Okay, continue. All right, yeah, but uh, now, now my thing is Bo Nix from Oregon. He decided to stay. These are both fourth year senior or fourth fourth year guys, uh, and I thought that those are two guys that would be battling for a draft position if they both came out in the same class. But the fact that Bo Nix is deciding to come back, uh, I had the question. I was like, who do I think will be the better pro prospect? Now I would say, judging off statistics alone, I would go with Bo Nix, but just also going with uh, Oregon quarterbacks just never add up. And I, I hate to have it, but I do have a, a university bias when it comes to positions. I do, too. I do. It's like Alabama linemen, y'all usually trash. Like, and nobody likes to say that. Nobody likes to say it, but Alabama. I don't want a USC wide receiver. Yeah, you know, I don't want to, you know. I, I think I think Penn State running back's going to fall apart. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 Wisconsin running back suspects. It's like if you're and if your last name is Carr and you play at Fresno State, it's, it's like you're not gonna meet you're not gonna meet your full expectation. No, but uh, but I do think that uh, just judging off off the gingerness of Max Duggan and the great Andy Dalton and the success that has been seen before, I would have to go Duggan over Bo Nix. But at, give Bo Nix another year, then I could see him being drafted at a higher position where. But I do wish Duggan was coming back. But now this opens the door for guys like Hudson Carr, who's who's considering transferring out of te- who's transferring out of Texas, and they're saying that TCU is the betting favorite. favorite yeah, I thought get. I thought there was but no I think re- Chandler Moore, Chandler Morris, he had the job, and so if he was that good, then you would think he'd have a chance. But if you're Hudson Carr, it's like, look, I'm, I thought I'm fast like this guy. It's like I have a similar skill set to Max Duggan. That's where I'm going. I thought that uh, TCU must have known something because there's no reason for Duggan to declare right now. I think except the for except for two, yeah, open up to somebody who's like, hey. There's a position open next year. It's He's almost like it's like back. why you wait for Arch to sign to say tonight. So <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, so the fact that nothing's happened has been a little bit disconcerting to me. That yeah. since, since he said that, somebody hasn't gone. I'm transferring to TCU because yeah. Chandler Morris is really the only. Uh, yeah, but it's they're saying like uh, the gambling favorite. You can bet on it in Vegas. Hudson Card is going to transfer to TCU. The Texas backup, who looked good against Alabama. Yeah. You know, and, and seeing Big what Sonny Dykes for. just if, did. Like, if I'm him and I've got the confidence, I know he has it himself. I'd be like, I'm better than Duggan. Yeah. They do that to Duggan. I can do that. They've got all these guys coming to transfer. They've got all these guys they did. And I can go out there and I can kick ass against Texas. Because I think if you and I'm at, just and I'm just a couple of hours away from where I grew up. Yeah, and you know, and if you look at them as far as what they were coming out of high school, they're ranked like I think Card is actually slightly higher, highly higher recruited uh, coming out of high school. But Dungan, you know, he's like a legendary Iowa football player. But you know, people f- don't realize this guy runs like a four 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 five. You know, it's like, and he's he's a tough son of. Yeah, that's, it's that's like no, 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 no. it's like any wins. He's gritty, and it's like and somebody's gonna fall in love with him to where it's like I could see somebody draft him over Hendon Hooker, 
But I just don't see him being as successful at the next level. But, you know, prove me wrong. I would love to see it, you know. I would love to see it. Uh, but uh, also, uh, B. John Robinson going pro, do you think that he's worth a top ten pick? Do you have a running back rule? No. No? No. I think he's worth the tenth pick. Yeah, the tenth. It's just if you're that bad, you got other problems, stop worrying about running back. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's just hard to go. Well, I'll tell you what. If if you're a team – if you're a, a team, if you're a team, if you're a team that just got that just fleece some other team who is supposed to be really good, and you trade a player too. Yeah, you know, yeah, like if you're the Panthers, then you go, you go draft Bijan, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, or if it's like because if because if, 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 if Dante Freeman looks this good, if you hadn't found Kenneth Walker in the draft yeah. and you just inherited a great pick from Denver. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, you go out there and you go draft that that band right there. Yeah, and you know, with me, it's like I think that. You know, it's all about the Underwear Olympics. If he runs a fast enough 40, then somebody will take a chance on him. If he runs sub 4-4, he's a Raider. <laughs> it's like, bye, Josh Jacobs. We won't pay you because we didn't give you the fifth year, and now we're going to get screwed. So well, this year, this year, I think we're going to see a little bit of switch in the running back game. Uh, it all depends on where uh, where he gets drafted. Uh-huh. But the higher he gets drafted, we could see three three running backs. You think it's like once he goes, and they'll you'll see a little a little wave go. There's there's got there's teams like you, there's teams. You like what Jameer Gibbs from Alabama? Is that yeah. who you're talking about? Yeah, Jameer uh, Gibbs. I like I and, like I like Israel Abaconda from Pittsburgh. And, I've been talking about him all year. Uh, uh, African. Kendra Miller could very well. I don't have, think I don't think he's he hasn't announced. Yet. He hasn't announced, yeah. but Kendra Miller could very well have. You know. Where was Zeke slated to go before the college football playoff? You know what? Scouts had him rated way higher than I did, and it took me watching that whole season to be like, oh, all right, I see. But he, he, but he, got, but he with that catapult. Yeah, that catapult him, catapult him yeah. It's now, like, Kendra Miller can find himself. If, 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 if TCU beats Michigan, mm-hmm. and Kendra Miller plays the type of game that he is capable of playing and has played, Kendra Miller can be talked about at the back end. I just think that – it's Kendrick Miller's going to jump probably Jameer Gibbs up because I don't think so. I think Jameer Gibbs is just too talented as a receiver, and I think that we're no, that's what, no. I'm saying he's going to push Gibbs. Oh, okay, push to get drafted oh, earlier. Okay. All right. Well, to me, I just think that I think that's a Dallas biased opinion. Uh, you know, but I really think that Israel uh, Abukanda is like there's no way that Kendrick Miller can jump him in the draft. I just think that like with what he's done this season, like he's only he only started like seven games and ended up with. I think what the number three leading rusher in the country had a 300 yard game, had six touchdown game. I just think whenever you start to look at those numbers and you look at who he's passed on the on that Pittsburgh, it's like oh, you're better. You had a better game than Tony Dorsett, Ironhead Hayward. Like you know, it's like you know, it's you know, even uh, Shady McCoy. Like you know, it's. I just think that the closer we get to the draft, the better that he tests because they're saying he's a legit four three guy. He's like a. Uh, so, so he's like a 10, 300 meter guy. I just think that whenever you get all those measurables and then you watch the game film, he's the guy I think that is the number three guy, just because I think that Gibbs and Robinson are so talented as far as catching the football to where there's no passing those guys. Well, so it's really all about number go the first. How many pe- running backs? Yeah. Uh, no more than two. I no think, I, yeah, I think, think it's Gibbs, Gibbs and Robinson. And Robinson. Gibbs and Robinson. And I just think, and I think Gibbs mainly because it's like that man can catch. Like he who, let, who you put, who you put, uh, at four then. Four running back four. Uh, Kendrick Miller, Zach Evans. Uh, no, no, no. You put a cat from uh, Michigan. Uh, I actually would probably go UCLA. No, I'll go. Like I said, we're talking underwear Olympics time. Okay, Devin the chain. 
Okay. I think he's going to end up – he could break the combine record as far as 40 time goes. And I think that whenever you're running fast like that like – we're talking about a guy who's who runs close to like a sub-1,000 meters as far as a track star. And I think that if you're talking about touching Chris Johnson-type times, then we can see draft positions change. And I think that he's definitely I, – I would be shocked if – I would definitely be shocked if Devin Chain doesn't leave the combine with the fastest forty time this year. And the Cowboys this offseason will sign backup running back for the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, Alexander Madison. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mike Boone. No. <laughs> Guy whose name I can't pronounce. Oh, oh, the the kid from Plano? The kid from yeah, what I was from Frisco. Yeah, Iowa State kid. Like he's like he runs they had they had because like all 14, they have is 40. great running backs. So all he can do is return kicks for touchdowns. Like well, no, because he's only, that's all he is a four two forty. No, but the thing is, well, whenever you have David Montgomery, then you think you're about to start. Then Brees Hall comes out of nowhere. You're just like, man, when well, I'm gonna get my time to shine? Like you know. But to me, it's like to be in that room with those guys. I think he's a talent, and I think given the right opportunity, I would love to have him. I wish he was our uh, backup running back for us. But, uh, yeah, uh, so one more question college football-wise. Does the transfer portal take fun out of signing day for you? Uh, yeah. Like, like it, hurt, it hurts? Does it hurt? So, no, it doesn't hurt. It's it just, just it's like because you know, it used to be a thing that people anticipate, and now it's, it's like, like – it, It's like, hey, whatever, I, I, I already got film on this guy. For how long, you know? Yeah. So is it more – is it more – it's like, <laughs> who cares where you sign? Where are you going to be next year? But you think strippers think you're cute, too. <laughs> They do. I mean, they me all the time. They love my Jordans. Uh, yeah, man. It's just, you know, they'll be there until, you know, as long as you fucking coddle them and do whatever they want to, they'll be there. I mean, you know. Hey, man, it's not all coddling. I'm just saying, it's coaching. just, you know, there's just no. Cl- it's it's like, know. now if you go to UT, there's a lot of coddling. <laughs> well, but, dude, I mean, you just pick up your bag and go home. I mean, it's just whatever. I, it's. Well, I, they're about to ruin college football. It just is what it is. It's gonna. I think gonna, no. I think college football has been ruined for a long time, but now I think Bane's coming in. Oh yeah, Bane. Well, I, you know my my opinion is like tear the whole thing down. I to me they just everybody should just shut up about the under the under the table handshakes and just let Reggie Bush get paid. Let him keep his house. Let him keep his Heisman. Let's get it. Like you know what I'm saying because now it's the Wild West. This is what y'all asked for. This is what y'all wanted. And the thing is like. You can't tell me that these kids can't get paid when you're going to tell me that. Well, some of them are getting paid. Yeah, oh, yeah. But I'm just saying it's like. But, so some of them haven't no, been no. collecting their checks. Oh, yeah. But what I'm trying to say is like UCLA, Big Ten. That hurts my head. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, like how, how can you think about like moving forward to where it's like I'm from L.A. I want my parents to come to my game, so I want to play in the Pac-12. Oh, we're going to the Big Ten. Oh. It's all right. Uh, I guess we won't. You won't see me after October because y'all can't travel. Like to me, it's one of those things. It's it's turned into like this big. I I just feel like, like it's been a problem, but it's. I feel like it's more of a problem now that everybody's getting money because now everybody's exposed, and now you have coaches actually calling out kids, and that was never happening before. And you know it's it's all screwed up now. I guess, but uh, I love it. I love the chaos because I think the NCAA should be destroyed. I think that all conferences should be regional. It's like y'all over here worried about TV contracts to where, oh, let's bring this team from New Jersey 
into the Big Ten because Rutgers sucks, but we still want people from New Jersey to watch us play. Yeah. It's like they can finish last place in football and basketball. Yeah, once what, you've turned college football into a reality television show, which they have, fucking let's watch the fucking I, let's watch the announcements of this and the announcements of that. This fucking thing is just And I'm almost it. to the point to where I really just wish it's like, all right, here's college football, here's college basketball. Keep the conferences different, because if y'all mess up my Duke, North Carolina basketball game, somebody gots to go. Somebody gots to go. All right, Elon Musk stepping down for Twitter. You believe him? Or he a lot? Yeah, I believe him. All right, now. uh, Not immediately. He said when he, when he can find somebody yeah. better. All right, yeah. Now, Mexican food for Christmas. I think it's just a Texas thing. I think it's. I think it is too. I, mean, like, I assume, now, but I mean, now I, I know I, my family does it, and I know a lot of other families. I know I, more families who do Mexican food than do like the Christmas ham with a you know, goose yeah. or some yeah, shit. Yeah, it's like yeah. we we're always been a ham family, but it's like, but maybe I think it's like if you're if you're second generation Texan or deeper, and you come with the Mexican food. Yeah, and it, it, more, it starts. More, it starts with that, with one thing. Yeah. tamales. Yeah. And and, it's, and I think it's just more about knowing how to own your kitchen. It's like I got this, I got this. So I think it's a regional thing. I think it's Maybe. definitely Texas because outside of here, the closest thing I've done is eat Puerto Rican food with Puerto Rican. Of course, you know it also could be you know Christmas is maybe more of a buffet holiday. And hey man, Mexican buffet go hoard. My girlfriend told me Mexican Christmas, and I'm less like eh, I want the ham. Yeah, that's my thing is I'm from, me, I'm from motherfucking Texas. Mexican food's all day, every, every day, day as it is. Like I'm like, can't we have a holiday that. that revolves around some like some lasagna, some some chicken yeah. parm, baby? But it's like, but no. I, but I guess nobody got skills like that. I, like, yeah, we all got like, no Italian. Hey, friends Jack Acuza, what's up, man? Yeah, it's real, like I know man. you. I know you can throw it out. Let me get some of the money. Hey, hey, let me get the gravy. You know what I'm saying? Like. I want, I want the sauce. It's on you, Kakuzas. Yeah, it's like you got the juice now. So, man, where's that Wakuza holiday party, man? Hey. Well, hey, man, it's been fun. It has been, man. All Chop right, it up man. next Wednesday. And uh, have yourself a Merry Christmas, my friend. Yeah, thank and you. And we'll uh, talk about uh, holidays more and hopefully Cowboy Victory and hopefully uh, somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing. Deal with the Mavs. Yeah. And who? Sports hey, who and knows? Sports and sports. Maybe Rangers will do something. Hey, you know what? Maybe. He's Jordan Amani, Blake Higgerson, Dallas Fires Club, out. I am Jordan Amani.